Yeah, you're listening to the average Joe's things you think you don't care about. It's America's fastest growing podcast, so just sit back and relax. We got the average Joe Boo and the average Joe. We got the mic set up in the studio. Gonna entertain ya, nobody can blame ya. Spending all of your time listening to the average shows. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. Oh yeah. Average Joe's Media. The podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. Featuring the Average Joe. And the Average Joe Boo. It's in the game. Well, that's fair. I've heard it both ways. Keep it clean. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I'm the Average Joe Boo. I am the Average Joe. And with us today, special guest, first guest of season three. The Average Joko. The man, the myth, the legend himself. boy, Average Joe's Media, presented by the Gingrich Group, officially. The Gingrich Group, the official realtor of America's fastest growing podcast by people that you know. Absolutely. And once we start buying <laughs> more houses, this guy is our guy. I'm telling you what, man, because you know what? I love this time of the year. I really do, because, you know, it's fall. we got football season coming up, holidays like Thanksgiving, you know, when the pilgrims came and founded our country. <laughs> so when I, when I think of this time of the year, I think of America. I feel like uh, it, we're, we're all patriots during this time of the year, and there's nothing more patriotic than trying to live the American dream. And how better to live the American dream than to be a homeowner? Well, that's fair. I agree. That's so fair. if you want to live the American dream, if you want to do your patriotic duty, America, you need to buy a house. And if you need to buy a house, you need to buy one from John at the Gingrich Group. I agree with that, too. And if you're saying to yourself, you know what? I love capitalism because I'm an American, and I need to spend money. That means I need to sell my house. Then you need to sell it with John. It, Couldn't agree more. I mean. Everything I agree with. There's nothing better that you can do with your time, yep. your money, your effort, and your resources than to use John Jacobus at the Gingrich Group and his team to make your wildest dreams come true. Absolutely. John, how do you feel about that? Uh, amazing amazing i'm happy to be here guys y'all are um the fastest growing podcast around and uh really excited to be also um first sponsor and uh excited to 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 see where this thing goes man really pumped for you guys absolutely me Is too it, I, mean, I mean i'm as, i'm thrilled as as being involved in it i'm definitely excited to see where this thing goes I'm yeah, telling you what, this definitely. thing's going to blow up, and then we're going to have so many houses that we can buy, and we're going to buy them all from you. Man, can you talk about, like, referral fees and stuff like that, too? I'm telling I mean, you what, man. It's going to be great. Man, who knows? Actually, I can't. I mean, that's tricky. I can't really do that, but it was <laughs> nice to say, I guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can find something to figure out. But yeah, yeah, but sincerely, though, we do yeah. appreciate you and your vote of confidence, and we cannot wait to see what Season 3 holds for all of us. 100%. I believe in you guys. 100%. Really do. That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, fantasy football. We're going to talk about fantasy football. And um, but before we do that, I think before. before we do that, we need to maybe discuss some of the updates with Facebook and and what's going on with the average Joes and things that are coming up, things that uh, things we got in the works, all that type of stuff. What yeah. Do you think, so uh, for our, our our first of our new segments, here comes some updates. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Well, all right. So, fantasy football, guys. 
we posted a little bit ago about Fantasy Football League for Average Joe's Media. We wanted to try to do, and we got a few people that are interested, but we need a few more. So if you're if you're watching, if you're listening, if you're curious, we still have a couple weeks till the season starts. So let us know. Hit up the Average Joe's. So we can make this happen. Yeah. I mean, fantasy football. If if you want to get in on the Average Joe's inaugural fantasy football league, why don't you just give us a comment? Give us, give a, comment. us a comment right now. You, you know, know what I mean? Let us know. And, uh, get into and those we will, DMs. We will, that's right. Slide on in to slide the DMs. On absolutely. The DMs. <laughs> and, like you're uh, stealing first. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wrong John, John are, you, uh, are you in? Are you in this? Yeah, league? absolutely. I absolutely. wouldn't miss it. That's wouldn't good. miss it. Angela will be very happy to hear that I'm in yet another fantasy football league. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know what though? Uh, we're trying to we're trying to round the league out. Maybe Angela wants to join as well. Come on that's in, right. Angela. That's Come right. on in. Make it co-ed. Yeah. Yeah. Make it co-ed. I tell you what, Kelly said she was in. Really? She said unless it was all guys. Oh, okay. So I mean, I don't so know. So if Angela's in, then Kelly's in. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. Angela, come on. At least in. that's what it feels that's like. What I'm saying. So. Yeah. Make it happen. That's right. Make, I mean, it, make know, it happen, Captain. Couples that, that fantasy football together stay together. That's what I'm saying. That is that is the average Joe's <laughs> philosophy, especially this time of year. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, good it, stuff. it's super amazing. I kind of have a, a, an opposing viewpoint on that, though, because I, I feel like fantasy and golf are things that I want to do separate from my wife. Like, those are things that, you know, this I, is like the me time. Well, uh-huh. I tell you what, it, it it can be fun, but can, like you just said, it can also be kind of crazy. Because in, in a previous previous life, um, when we fa- I fantasied together with a significant other, um, <laughs> well, uh, are we talking about fantasy football yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah, this is not like a special special nighttime. This is not average Joe's after dark. Okay, no, no, no. okay, it's, I'm just making it's sure it's too early in the morning. <laughs> just making but sure. But anyways, though, yeah, I was surprised because like uh, Tuesday before waivers hit, yeah, I'd get blown up, and I'm like, man, this is like the the most like meaningful conversation of things I like I've ever had in my life, but it's really not about me. It's about you and what you want to do with your (laughs) fantasy team. So, yeah, so I was managing two teams. It was great. Yeah. Two Uh, teams, the better your chance to win, though. Exactly. Exactly. You can always trade, you know. That's fair. Or is that a faux pas? We'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. We'll get to that a little bit later. We'll get that a little bit later. Uh, So what else we got coming up? So uh, season three starting today, so we're going to be recording primarily on Saturdays. We're going to try to sprinkle in some Wednesdays. And maybe some other days, but we're looking uh, for special guests. Right, absolutely special guests. Uh, so we're definitely, definitely scheduling a new episode every Saturday. For sure. I mean, unless something crazy happens with us and our, and our kids and our families or whatever, uh, every Saturday is on the docket. Average Joe's Media Studio. And then we are going to try to sprinkle in Wednesdays as well. But you know, with me with football coaching, uh, if we have a Thursday night varsity game, then we have a Wednesday night J V game, so I'll be out on Wednesdays. On those specific Wednesdays. Right. Well, I'm so you know, with and the kids you, and work and stuff yeah, too. Yeah. So it, things it can be, come up. It can be challenging. Wednesdays we'll have an occasional Wednesday. Maybe not every single Saturday and every single Wednesday, but it'll be every Saturday Primarily. for sure. For Primarily. sure. Uh, so unless a crazy thing happens. So if you want to be on an episode, if you want to come hang out with the average Joes uh, let us know. We were trying to get some stuff scheduled because we know uh, everybody's got a lot going on. That's right. Everybody does. Everybody does. Uh, we also have uh, on Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday, this this week? This week. This week. Tuesday at the Flying Saucer. The 27th. When you wish upon a Joe. Fly- <laughs> did, did you practice that? I did. I did. You know, me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. You, were, uh, you, you were in your dreams. I was. And you're like, I think I need this to be in the yeah, show. Yeah, I had like a, yeah, we were like all Disney animated characters and it was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. I mean. That's good. Bob Iger, shout out. That's, you know okay. what I'm saying? We're still, okay. So, we're, uh, still, 
we're still looking for people to to you know to get on to get on board with this, you know. That's right. So flying saucer on the lake. Disney trivia night. Disney trivia night. Seven seven thirty. Seven thirty and nine thirty. There's yeah. two games. Yeah, yeah. Three rounds each. Yep. We're gonna be hopefully posted up in the back room again. How'd y'all do yeah. last time? Y'all y'all won. We right? okay. Second so place well, let's go ahead and what? let's go ahead and relive this because I know Joe is really gonna want to. So uh, ultimately, when we had uh, we were playing the first game, we were tied for second, a three way tie for second. Yep. And let's just give you the parameters of what you win if you're in first, second, or third. If you're in first, you win fifty dollar gift card to Flying Saucer. Saucer. Yep. If you get second, you get thirty dollar gift card to Flying Saucer. If you win, if you're third, you get like ten or fifteen bucks. Right. So you get something. So second and third place were up for grabs between three teams, which means all we had to do in the lightning round question was beat one team. Right, right, right. And uh, and Joe was like, I got this. So he got up, he went, and he got fourth. <laughs> he got fourth. So so I want to, I mean, let's let's paint the full picture here. Yeah, 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 okay, let's paint. The tiebreaker question Give me the brush. how many times that a character on Seinfeld said. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry the character. The character said, you filthy human to the guy he didn't like. Right. No, he just said, Hello, Newman. Oh, hello, Newman. See, that's it. I didn't, that's I, it. I he doesn't watch, even realize. I didn't he didn't even pay it. attention yeah. to the question. Yeah. Clearly, that's why he it was lost. Hard, it was hard All he had to do was beat one person in order for us to be in the money. And then he, he, well, but anyways, he, he, so he flopped. I'm thinking of how many years it was on, how many episodes. Yeah. And that surely this must have been like a really common phrase. Right. So I went with like a really high number. Right, right, right. And it was like four or five times in the whole <laughs> series. And I'm like, but everybody else guesses were in the hundreds too. Oh, okay. But they just went with the lowest person. So right. I didn't feel so bad because, again, it was... What was your Seinfeld, answer again? 1,500. 1,500. <laughs> you're, so your, your answer was in the thousands. I like that okay. so, Everybody's no, answer good. was in the hundreds That's as good. well. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else was in the hundreds and mine was in thousands. The person I felt who like got I was second right. place picked like 150. You know yeah. what I mean? So no. whatever. It was ridiculous. But the answer was like 12 How many episodes were there total in Seinfeld? Uh, well, that's a good question. We'll look it up for the next time. Maybe so let's, let's, let's use let's use some reasonable let's use some reasonable estimations. Okay, so there's about twenty to twenty four episodes per season. Wasn't it on yeah. for at least ten years? And it was like nine to ten seasons. So so that's two hundred forty. Two hundred four. So he's basically <laughs> saying that he said hello Newman like eighteen times an episode or something ridiculous. Well, it's, I guess in my mind we say so that funny. we say our 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 taglines probably a dozen times in a podcast. So. Yeah, but that's not a tagline. Well, again, I didn't watch the show. Well, maybe you context, ought to watch a little I bit of say, good sitcom television right. from the nineties. That's all I'm saying. Let me tell you something though. Oh, okay. the whole night, yeah. right? So there's a total of sixty questions. Yeah, sixty-two if you count the two tiebreakers for each game, which we, we were in both tiebreakers we for each yeah, game. Yeah. We only missed four questions the whole night. That's pretty impressive. So that was pretty impressive. And when it came to game two, we won. Yes. Yeah. Game two. Okay. So, at home. Yeah. so game two, we were in the tiebreaker for first place. And it was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air question. It so was, of course we nailed it. So it was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air question, but it was a... Math. Uh, it Count. was a how many episodes. We were close too. So very similar to your question of how many episodes of Seinfeld were there. Right. Was exactly how many episodes. Right. Well, but no, it's not exactly the same question. It's not exactly the same because it's a different show. Okay. Okay. Well, great. That's, that's SOS Husto. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. So uh, ultimately, um, I, Joe said, "I'm not going up there alone this time." Yeah. And I said, "I was like, okay, because I'm not letting you because <laughs> you, you blew the first one." And so uh, the question was, "How many episodes of Fresh Prince were there?" Included. So like, if there were 
one of those to be continued episodes, yeah. that was that counted as two, right? Sure, because clearly it aired different days, and so um, and so ultimately, I went up there and I was like, okay, how many seasons were there? Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, six, seven seasons. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, twenty episodes a season, so seven seasons times twenty, one hundred forty. The answer was one forty-eight. Yeah, and uh, and the other team guessed one thirty, and so I'm like. See, see what a little reasoning will do for you. Just, a, just a little bit of. I, I kind of remember of, it. I kind of remembered it to be a little bit more of a, of a, a group math solving problem, but it's okay. What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, Joey's saying that he was a part of that. I feel like I was. Equation. I feel like I agreed with it. Yeah, because he went up there and he was like, <laughs> he's when it, whenever you say this is all Joe Boo because it's a math question, and then you just agree. I mean, are you part of that? I feel like I am. Or are you just like. <laughs> You know, I was just go with it. I was there in spirit. Okay, well, that's fair. I was holding the uh, imaginary abacus. <laughs> is, that, is that what you were? The, yeah. The original, yeah, but hey, you know what? The original Des, calculator. Des was up there, too. That's right, Des. So shout was, out she, to Des. Shout out to Des. She was nodding and agreeing yeah, absolutely with your, she was. your mathematical equation. Because it was reasonable. It was. Right. 1,500 mm-hmm. to 1,500. I should have just guessed 1,500. Just to keep things consistent you with, should have, you should with have. ridiculous guessing. But the good news is is that out of four times at uh, Trivia, the Flying Saucer, we were champions three times. Yep, yep, so yep. So we're still the two-time undefeated, undisputed office trivia champions. Ah, uh, yes. We ha- now we have to qualify it. And But we're also... which. To be fair, we've always qualified that. We have. We've never just said trivia in general. Right. Okay. That's, but now that's we are we are three peat trivia champions. Yes. Yeah, you know, we're basically like the Cowboys in the nineties. Yeah. Well, three peat doesn't that imply like three times in a row, or is that? Well, no. We, the Cowboys. Uh, that does imply three times in a row. And I appreciate you bringing that up because every time he's wrong about something, no. <laughs> I like to thrive in that. The Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys went back to back, and then they yeah. took a year off, right? Yeah. And then they went and they said they were three uh, three Did times. They? Three-time champions. Was it you one year them. or was it two years? I think it was one, wasn't it? Maybe. Was it 92, 93, and 95? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Switzer came in and, like, magically got a Super Bowl win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, just, he just managed a really good team. That's all well, he did. Well, but San Francisco, that NFC title game was terrible. Do you all remember that? Started out down 21-0. 94? No? No, I don't, not specifically. Right. I mean, forget it. what was it, 10? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hard, having I'm a hard time remembering things when I was 20, so. Yeah, yeah, true. You know. But uh, hey, what did you do last week? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. Sorry. I'm yeah, not. I'm drawing a blank. So uh, anything else? Uh, anything else? Facebook update wise? Um, no, just uh, we're gonna like I said do another episode next Saturday. So uh, we'll be sharing what that topic's gonna be pretty soon. Try to get some people on on lock for coming into the studio. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so uh, all right, so guys, so fantasy football. Fantasy let's let's talk let's oh, just talk basics yeah. you know let's talk some theories let's talk some uh some likes and dislikes all that stuff and uh, so how many how many fantasy football leagues are you in john go man uh, so i don't know if this is i think that there's there's those fantasy football guys that are really heavy in it and like this is come october or august september october november like they're, this is what they do. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm in that category. Yeah. But 
I feel like I'm pretty hot and heavy, and I'm in five leagues. You're and in I think five, that, leagues. five leagues. Does yeah. that include this one that that's you're about why, to get into? That's why adding a sixth is really <laughs> going to set. It's, it's going to be taxing on it's something. It's going to set my marriage on fire. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But okay. so it's, um, yeah, so five leagues. Angela, we love you. We love you, and he's only doing this as a means to grow y'all's livelihood. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's the only Absolutely. thing. So in, in five leagues, obviously there is an importance. I, I set different um, – in priorities priorities on the different leagues right like the bigger the money probably the more priority i set on that absolutely sure. absolutely yeah. but okay. five leagues but all different formats though they're really not, none are the same so that's kind of why i like really yeah so you have a standard a yeah, ppr so, so yeah one is standard one is ppr one's half point ppr one's an eight person league and then one's a 12 person no 14 person league so all oh, wow. kind of different so okay so the eight person and the 14 person are still one of the same formats just there are yeah. more players available in the eight person league yes and, and no, significantly fewer in the 14 person league yes and no some are keepers some are uh like oh, okay the, well i guess the eight point eight person league did turn into a full point ppr so it is the same format yes, okay but just different the, and there's a ton of players available in an eight, eight player league a ton yeah. Okay, yeah so is the keeper league like a dynasty league so we have one league that we call a dynasty league, but it's not necessarily a dynasty. We we keep six guys, and you can trade draft picks, and it's a live draft and all that stuff. So that's so you guys are doing like three sixty five maintenance on that league. It no, like we we don't mess with it from February to August first. August first yeah. is when like trading opens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and that's... you can trade from August first to the to a week before the draft when the keepers are announced. It's really awesome. I've never in, done a dynasty. That's intense. League. Yeah, it's awesome. Wow, okay. I love it. I'm fascinated. By Sometimes it. it's too intense for some people in the league. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. though, like some are like, "Oh man, this is overboard." But you've got the guys like myself that really love to trade. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm constantly hitting everybody up. And you're trying to find the best possible deal for what you're trying to get give away to get. Absolutely. Now, okay. do you guys have like money restrictions on trades? No, so it's it's literally the entry fee, and then that's it. That's all the okay. money we put in. Okay, wow, okay. Uh, so, Joe, how many leagues are you in? I'm currently in four. Five, number five would be the average Joe's league. Yeah. Oh, so that, okay. Presuming that really this starts. About that. Okay. Yeah, so I had a work league um, that's now more of an ex-work league. Yeah. Just as, you know, people retire and move on. Yep. And then they started a new work league. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have a, a family league with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my boys are playing in. And then that league actually kind of split off uh, into two separate entities. So basically, I had like two friends and family leagues, and then uh, two work leagues, and then hopefully average just media league. Yeah. Speaking okay. of, we have our we had the family, my family friends one. Yep. Uh, tonight we have our draft. Oh, nice. what what is that? Like when is it online? I don't even know. I just got into it. Yeah, so it's seven thirty. And it's it's on the app. Just stay home. Yeah, you can come to the house. I don't okay. Care. Well, I mean, I have the kids. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a keep it clean uh, night with if your boys are drafting. That's fair. You know what that's I'm saying? Completely fair. <laughs> so uh, completely fair. There, <laughs> there might be some uh, some strong fantasy football language used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe just some strong feelings that expressed. are that are expressed during the draft. Expressed, and yes. then you know maybe maybe my kids just don't need to be exposed to that one. The little ones, Tara, apparently. Yeah, she's exposed to it every day because she goes to she high keep, school. She keeps it clean. She goes to a public high school. In front of her dad. So I mean, yep, she does. I'm I'm impressed that uh, you know I don't know I don't know what her language is like outside of me you know and, and when I'm with her. But uh, how old is she now? She's six, uh, She's about to be sixteen in 16. October third. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she's she's basically sixteen. And uh, but yeah, I mean she she keeps her language clean around me and and you know what? Ultimately, that's one of the biggest life skills. Is can you 
can you keep your your language, your communication appropriate for the setting that you're in? Agreed. You, know, you go to work, you go to school, you go wherever. If you talk like somebody who does not want to be respected, then you will not be respected. But if you try to present yourself, then, I mean, I'm impressed with that. And so if she can do that around me, she can do that around anybody, ultimately, because I am very, very picky. So I'm impressed with my daughter. Tara, I love you. I'm impressed with you, baby. <laughs> very much so. Well, I got to tell you, I, there's light at the end of the tunnel, I think, with the age difference. I know with the boys, Jordan at 16 now, you know, started yep. his junior year, really scaling back yep. on a lot of things, being a little bit more articulate, picking and choosing how he expresses, when he expresses in the setting, which is a skill that I didn't know was ever going to end up that Because, uh, uh, you know, boys in puberty, yep. <clears throat> teenage years, they just have no filter whatsoever. No, nope. so no, not at all. we can't wait for... Uh, can't wait for Jackson to develop those, those same skills. <laughs> the the <laughs> same ability to not say what he really wants to say. Well, he, uh, there was, I forget what class it was. I think it was his seventh period class yesterday, and he was like, he was telling my mom about it that uh, he got set in a group table with a bunch of freshmen, and he's like, oh my gosh, it was just like sitting with Jackson. <laughs> 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 That's funny. That's good but, stuff. Uh, so, uh, so I'm in, um, I'm in two, two leagues currently, three leagues, excuse me. Four if the average Joe's comes up. So that's the sweet spot, man. Yeah, that's I mean, the sweet spot. so one is work. Complete. It's all the math teachers and the principal of the math department, and you know, at least ten of us or whatever. And so I'm in that one, and um, one or two of the teachers never check their roster, and they right. auto draft after the first three or four rounds. Yeah, you know, so sixteen kickers is basically what their roster is comprised of. Which is of. devastating. It's totally, devastating. I don't like that. Yeah, because then everybody else gets at least one more high value target. Right. Or or, or person. And um, and then I'm in your fantasy league, which I've never done until this year, this first year I'll be doing that one. Yeah. And then uh and then I'm in a league that started at work, but it was it's it's called there were two leagues that started at work when I was there. There was a big money league and a little money league. And so um I got reeled into the big money league and I asked my oldest brother if uh if he would uh like split, split the cost yeah. and then he could make the decisions as well with the trades and the ads and the drops and um what and, what is big money like okay so like that's what, it, what so is that's, that a question so that well no that's yeah. that's basically my next it's, that's it's, kind of a nice question like what are you spending on fantasy football or uh, give me an idea of what what is too much or whatever. Yeah. So uh, so this big money league, it's two hundred and fifty dollars to mm-hmm. join. Yeah. And it's one dollar for ad, one dollar for a drop, two dollars per player that's traded. So so when you add, if you add and drop, so you drop a guy. Yep. And you add them. Yep. That's two bucks. Yep. One per, one. And each. if you if me and you trade one player each, yeah. then that's four dollars. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Man, so that does get to pretty significant. But what, yes. what is first place for? Okay, so so I won this league last year. Yeah, first place got me like thirteen hundred dollars. Nice. And so I put in, I put in three hundred and three. Actually, I guess it was three 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 hundred three. But I I owed a few dollars because I paid a lot up front and then didn't pay all my transaction fees. But you get like thirty three percent of the transaction fees as the winner. Yeah. So it's thirty thirty percent thirty three thirty. 27 you know it goes down incrementally yeah uh and it pays the top six people yeah so if you get sixth place you still make like 150 bucks so you get about half of your money back yeah and then uh which is fantastic i mean if, if you make the playoffs you're getting a little bit back and you don't feel like it's a total waste right 
And so there's some there's some teams that trade or that add drop and trade and they have two hundred plus dollars in transaction fees. So they're paying four hundred fifty, five hundred bucks in this league. And then they lose. Yeah. But all that just drives the pot up, right? All that every bit of it drives the winners the winner stuff up. And uh but the uh the work league is free and uh and then your league free? Is it? Is it ten bucks? I don't know what it I is. Think, well, is we it were free? Gonna, well, okay. So I wish I would have known this before I hit before I hit accept. You know that. Well, we've nice tried. We tried to do. We wanted to monetize it. We wanted to make it like a twenty buck league. Yeah. Um, and it's just been super hard with trying to collect money and stuff, and then with having so, it's Kelly and Brian, yep. Clay, uh, his mom in Colorado, and then now the boys. Yeah, and so for me, it's I like to, I like playing for some money, but when, with the boys, your financial investment triples. Yeah, yeah, yeah triples. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And, and then, then they expect the winnings if if they oh, win. Of Absolutely, they of course they do. But hey, you quickly say, hey, you just give me my give me your entry fee back if they win. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. You owe me twenty bucks if you win. So it's been a little bit challenging. I think this year, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on with different people moving and taking on other costs. So we decided not to do that. Yep. Same thing with the work league. Um, I think it was like 20, I think we did 25 or 30 for a couple of years to, and take part of that to buy a trophy Yeah, yeah. Uh, to pass around. And I think this year too, just a lot of people have been changing up some stuff. So nobody's really feeling the whole money part of it. So I'm actually, I think currently, unless we do the average Joe's league and that turns into be, well, I think, what do we, what do we say we were going to try to do buy-ins at? Uh, or did we say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But I think I'm currently in all free leagues this year, which I yeah. don't necessarily mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's got to be something to, uh, like something to win though. Like you said, maybe make like something for a trophy or 20 bucks for a trophy. Everybody puts that in that way. That way you can carry around something. Yeah. You you have something to show off, uh, whether it's pride or, or just some acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah, Well, the two family leagues is, is really friends, friends and family is more just, I think really fun camaraderie and some bragging and just some, some fun stuff to antagonize each other, uh, with the work leagues, um, definitely, what one for a trophy in the new work league is really going to be more like for bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with yeah. a bunch of new new folks at, at the office and everything. Yeah. But yeah, for average Joe's, I mean, outside of possible cash prizes, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's also, I mean, average Joe's, we kind of have to represent. Absolutely. So, John, uh, of the of the six, five or six leagues, yeah. how many do you pay to be in? So we pay all five. Every so five. All okay. Five wow. The lowest one is is twenty bucks, um, which is a very like fun, manageable number. Right. Um, and that's that's it's formerly the O'Banion League, right? So but okay. now just like your work league, almost nobody is right. at O'Banion anymore. Right. Right. Um, but then biggest is one seventy five. Well, there's a two hundred dollar league, but I split that one just kind of like you yep. did with uh, with another guy. And so that dropped dropped the cost because um, I didn't want to pay two hundred bucks and then one seventy five and yeah. then one hundred for two others. Oh and yeah, so, like it just at, started to add up. You know, yeah, that's, you know, um, you're dropping, you're you're budgeting a grand every every year. For well, yeah, so it's it's five hundred bucks. I think is what I'm in total. Wow, um, that's not terrible. And it's, I mean, but it's there's no like you said, there's no transaction fees in any of those. Yeah, so yeah. it's just this is what it is. You, you budget that, and you're good, yeah. right, for the whole season. That's good. And, and so I feel comfortable there, but I didn't want to do much more. I mean, and and then yeah. Adding the the fifth league was the two hundred dollar league, and so 
I mean, I didn't oh. want to add that on top of well, everything. I mean, so when you're talking was, about with your wife, that's that's the big kicker right which there. Which I, I don't know if she's still on here or not, but she was on here well, at she? some point. So. Okay. Well, I think as long as you're winning and making money, she's well, that's not it's an investment, is what I tell yeah. her. I mean, yeah. I'm exactly. investing in our future. Absolutely. Through this. Absolutely. And you know, it's also networking for Gingrich Group. Absolutely. Well, it really is. Because well, even if you lose, someone wins a lot of money. They might want to put down on buying a house. But here's the thing: uh, we say that we say guy. that jokingly, but I've I've met some of my best clients in pickup basketball games and, yep. and fantasy stuff or different avenues to where now that is, I mean, brought us in quite a bit right. of revenue from these type of things the networking side of things now speaking of investment in sporting and football and all that kind of stuff so with what we're all spending or not spending in fantasy football mm-hmm. um do you guys still participate like in squares oh man and other things like in the big games right super yeah. bowl texas uh, ou stuff like that so i've never done john don't texas you OU, don't you host a square <laughs> for the do, super bowl yeah. or for maybe uh yeah. playoff games or something like that yeah so we're gonna have to leverage that later on in the podcast because well, sometimes gonna... it's tough because we i think we did 10 bucks a square this last time yeah. and it it was a full-time job selling 100 squares I mean, yeah Absolutely. Yeah, well, it was kind of a leading question because I wanted to hear a little bit more about it because it was quite a ordeal. You had like a Facebook Live thing where you were pulling ah, yes, you numbers, did. With and the I was hat like, and everything. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I was, yeah. I was going to do it, but then I was intimidated because I'm like, this looks professional. Yeah. I love yeah. doing that type of stuff. I mean, it's it's gambling, whatever. Maybe we can't do it in Texas, and so like, I need to get a fix. I love to play the lottery, also, even yeah. though like I know the chances are basically zero that I ever win or cash out anything of relevance. But well, we we need to take I, a we need to take a field trip to the casino with. Uh, Joe Boo and play some play some craps. Yeah, play craps. Oh, that's yeah. right. Y'all did talk yeah, about craps. Yeah, we just do what he yeah. says, and we, we all get yeah. rich. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so. <laughs> just watch the Joe Boo and just follow his. That's right. Yeah, pretty that's much. Good. Yeah. yeah, but the squares are awesome. The squares are fun because it gets a ton of people involved, and everybody kind of has a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, getting in the mix, it gives you a reason to watch the game. If you right. know if somebody might not be interested in the Super Bowl or whatever yeah. for whatever reason, or the national championship game in football. Absolutely. I've never done one Texas OU because I don't have a dog in that. Yeah. Or a horse in that race. Well, you do if you put a dollar or ten dollars on well, square. Well, I don't want to either. I oh, think that's I my bias. You're trying to stay right out there. of that. Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with almost every Big Twelve team. Like okay. I think I hope that the Big Twelve folds like this year. Is that right? Yeah, I love talking to my Texas that's and other so Texas sad. OU friends that you know I can't stand. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping though that they pass that that legislature. So, so I mean, what's that? Where A and M and Texas are no, playing again? No, I I do not want to. I could care less. Could care less. Not couldn't. Could care less about no i could not care yeah, less yeah, yeah there you go Sorry, there it there is there i is. could not care less about playing texas ever again i really have no desire to play them really none zero okay yeah so uh okay so with the hot sports opinions yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the uh with the addition or the creation whatever you want to call it of paypal venmo the cash app mm-hmm. um all the other things has uh have you had significantly fewer issues with money collection in terms of whether you're doing fantasy football or squares or whatever. So Yahoo actually has it embedded now. They'll actually collect your money and distribute it for you now. Really? Really. Wow, that's that? that's fantastic. Have you ever played in a league where you had to pay to use the site? Back in the day. Yeah. CBS Sports Line. CBS Sports. That's the one that my big money league is in. So yeah. it's two sixty six to play. So just to play the league. It's sixteen bucks yeah. per player, basically, to Man. cover the cost. Now they send you all the, the big draft kit stuff. And do um, you feel like you get the value there? Yeah, well, you get the value because you also get uh, you get a lot of analysis stuff yeah. per player, mm-hmm. and um, and then you also have uh, they have people that give you recaps, and it's kind of neat. Um, 
So they'll t- they'll talk about, uh, man, you know, uh, my team name is Buckeyes and, and anything I do, and it's spelled with the first four letters of my last name. And uh, and so I, uh, it'll say something like, Buckeyes was on a tear the last four weeks, and yeah. then they come up against G-Man Terminators and just fold. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and it's like a, it's like a three-paragraph synopsis of the game and how, you know, these th- these five players underperformed and these four players overperformed their projections and all this other stuff. And so that's kind of neat to see. And then you also get uh, a lot of – I know you get the news on the players on all the other sites, you know, the little – anytime there's an injury or anytime there's a, a hint of an injury, you get those. But uh, but you just get so many – you get so many recaps and so many uh, different uh, things that I haven't seen on ESPN or Yahoo right. or whatever. And, I mean, I think it's – I don't know if it's worth it. It's only sixteen bucks per player, right? So right. it's not like it's it's a ton of money per player, but uh, you know, when you, you multiply that by twelve, it's I mean, it's it's a well, that's the it's thing. A it's like man, that takes two sixty out of the pot for somebody to win, right? That's the only that's the, my only hang up on that. I know it's sixteen bucks a person, but then yeah. the, the whole pot is. Well, I gotta tell plus. you, with Yahoo though, they do a lot of that. Uh, the the fun recaps. And do they? Stuff. I like the even like their mobile app when you read the update notes. I always, I don't really pay attention to a lot of the update notes, but I like Yahoo's because they'll list all like this improvement, this improvement, and then they like open up a can of, you know what I mean? Like they'll put something hilarious in it. But, uh, (laughs) but if you're, keep it clean, Joe, keep it clean. I said, I know (laughs) the average dude I was watching. So I gotta, gotta make sure I'm especially, uh, anyways, um, the commissioners in those league actually, because you know Yahoo's trying to get into daily fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the commissioners in each of the Yahoo leagues get like a ten or fifteen dollar credit to go put towards those, and mm-hmm. they also get to play in a daily league for promoting free. real gambling. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, what are, what are we here for if we're not promoting real gambling? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying well, the, that platform. <laughs> yeah, Yahoo, not yeah, not yeah, the average yeah. Joe's. Yeah, right. of course not. Clearly, yeah. clearly. So, are you going to change your your team names this year at all? I've I usually pick themes. So I'll do like DC characters one season, mm-hmm. Star Wars one season, Marvel characters one season. This year, <laughs> all of my leagues, uh, I'm average Joe's media. Well, I think there you go. So that could be really fun. And the leagues that we're going to be in together, are we going to like kind of like on uh, Fortnite where I'll be average Joe's media this time and you can be average Joe's media underscore? <laughs> are we just going to have <laughs> no, two no. average Joe's going against each other? It will probably, that's probably it. That's probably what it will be. Let's pick two different logos for, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, for the icons. Uh, I just call dibs on the average Joe's media that has no extra characters in it. Okay. And no spaces. Yeah. The underscore is pretty nice, though. Uh, is it? Why is that? Because they call you underscore in the game? <laughs> who, who is underscore? I'm, I'm usually, well, it's usually me underscoring. That's fair. I'm not, I'm not the most avid Fortnite player. That's fair. Okay, so uh, how about uh, what are we up for? Uh, is, it, is it Think Fast? right now think fast okay john you ready for this let's do it okay Some so rapid fire questions this is rapid fire questions yeah so basically it's just quick questions and uh if you have one ask it and we are expecting a quick relatively quick answer not okay. a not a very labored answer i don't joe joe do you hear you hear what the words i'm saying i do hear the words you're saying okay so when i say not a labored answer i mean just a couple words I know, you I, know? Lab- I labored Maybe last five. night preparing five some at of most. these quick questions. Okay, well, you did, but I'm I, on board. did you prepare quick answers? That's, oh, of course. Yeah, that I'm is the question. I'm ready. One to two word answers. Okay, so uh, my first question, Joe. First one, yes. And then John, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, what's your favorite position? 
Egyptian wheelbarrow. We're talking about fantasy, fantasy football. football right? I know. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't actually exist. <laughs> oh, does it not? Well, happened. somebody's about to make it happen. <laughs> well, oh, man. I really got to get better with my timing on jokes. But That's seriously, fair. though, I think for me it's um, quarterback. Quarterback. John. I mean, this needs to be explained, but running back. I running guess, back. Running yeah. back. Okay. Well, we can explain it in, in a minute. Yeah, know. sure. All right, Joe, uh, do you have a, you have a question? Ah, uh, Okay, yes. So, are you ready? We'll go John first. What position do you draft last? A kicker or defense? Hundred percent of the time. Kicker defense last two rounds every time. Yeah. And uh late bye week. Because if they go off, they go off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like That's it. That. that was an explanation though. Like that, that was. was more than two words. That was. I, you know what? I did it for Joe for him to see if he caught it. I mean, he did not. I appreciate you, John, for catching it, but yeah. Joe did not. This is what he normally does. Okay. I got one favorite format, so meaning standard half point, full point PPR. Okay. Who 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 do you want to answer first? Either one. Y'all, okay. y'all go for Joe, it. Joe, go ahead. Um, PPR. Mm. Full PPR. point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, me too. Full point PPR. Yeah, full point. It, absolutely. It, it. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Joe. Joe Boo. What's the optimal league size? <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for you. You know, I'm waiting for the answer. I love the one-word answers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 12. 12? John? Yeah. Uh, I like 10. 10? 10 personally. 10 personally, league, short bench. Yep. 10's my favorite, too. Uh, okay, Joe, question. All right, question. Uh, what's your favorite platform? Are you, are you asking me or John? I'll go you first. Okay. Um, are we talking? What are we talking? CBS. ESPN, oh yeah, Yahoo, uh, NFL Network. CBS is my favorite. CBS yeah. is my favorite. For sure. ESPN here. That's the only thing I have is ESPN. But I will say this: from a da- daily fantasy standpoint, it's DraftKings. Okay. 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 John, you have another question? Uh, no, I do not. Oh, you're you're out. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, Joe. Jabu. What's the upside? Enjoying watching football every time it's on, regardless of how the Cowboys are playing. Okay, that's exactly what I was talking about right there. But I think that that question okay. is like needs an explanation. Okay, right? no, that's fair. Yeah, John, what about you? Oh man, the money, the, the money. Okay, so money. so it needs an explanation. <laughs> <Yeah, huh>? <laughs> See, two yeah, words. That's true. Two that's words, true. literally. That's true. <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, Joe. What's the downside? Losing money. I, I got to agree with that. Yeah. Although I'm, I mean, that doesn't happen much over here. But oh, oh, that sounds like a bit of a challenge. That's <laughs> a good bit, stuff. A little bit. That's I good mean, stuff. I will be the champion in the average Joe's league. I mean, guaranteed. I would also potentially guaranteed. say the downside is uh, having to root for teams if you're in more than one league. Oh my! Rooting gosh. for a player for your team in one league and against him in another league. So I agree with that 100. percent And I know that this is rapid fire quick answer what what not but what's even worse than that is when you need it's a monday night game it's cowboys eagles and you need the eagles running back to score two touchdowns to win your fantasy game but you're rooting for the cowboys right like that's yep absolutely 
travesty. Are there teams that you will not draft players from? If so, which teams? No, I'll draft from anybody, but there are times where I won't play guys in certain situations. Like if if the Cowboys are first and foremost, if there's a guy that – and I did change this back in the day, but if there's a guy that I need to score, then I don't – man, I actually, I don't know. I don't know. I used to I used to say I will not play anybody versus the Cowboys, but that's changed ever since Plaxico Burris scored three touchdowns and I put him on my bench versus the Cowboys. Yep. Yep. And I and I still would have won my fantasy league, and the Cowboys still won. So after that, I said I'm just going to play play the guys fantasy. So what you're saying is uh, my fantasy if you want to win, what I'm saying, you will take your heart out of it. Yeah. Well. What I'm saying ultimately is my fantasy league or my fantasy team doesn't affect the the Cowboys game one bit. Absolutely. Right? The Cowboys are going to play as good as they are going to play, right. and whoever they're playing against is right. going to play as good so as So I'm going to play my guys now, You're gonna play whether the, they're playing the Cowboys or not. Exactly. You're going to play the guy who, regardless of their opponent, is going to play the best or has the potential to play the best. Yes. Right. I yeah. mean, they may underperform that game, but right. – you're going to play the best ones, right. regardless of where they're at. Oh, I'm sorry, if you want to win, that is. The problem is if if the Eagles are driving in the last two minutes of the game and my guy scores the touchdown, which means that I win my fantasy league, but mm-hmm. the Cowboys lose, yep. do I cheer or do I not cheer? Like That's the problem, and that's when I lean towards I'm not cheering. Well, So that's the, si- that's the, the, the silent sil- cheer. The silver lining is that my fantasy team won. That's the silent cheer. You're not – you're, if you're in a room full of Dallas Cowboy fans, you're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I right. just won my game. Yeah, <laughs> you but, know. But then out loud, you're like, oh man. But does that mean Cowboys that fantasy stink. is more important than your home team? Uh, fantasy is more important on a personal level than if your you home team. If you guys are playing because, with as much money as you're talking about playing with, then yes, fantasy team should be way more. Yes, important your fantasy than team is more important on a personal scale. Yeah, because you have something personally invested. You don't have anything personally invested in the Dallas Cowboys. Well, and I mean, except for your emotions, which is a big thing, right? I mean, why do you watch sports in general then? I mean, because you're emotionally invested in the sport. Okay, so uh, financial investment typically outweighs an emotional investment unless you're talking about a livelihood emotion like a wife, a child. Right. Um, the status of your job, yeah, which yeah, yeah. has both financial and emotional attached to it. So... That's that's where you got to kind of draw the line. What's yeah. more important if you can if they have a clear separation? Yeah, you know. Well, what I'd say though is, is I think fantasy for me at least, and I think for a lot of other people would probably agree with it. Fantasy kind of renewed my love of the game of football. No doubt about it. Yeah. So, like with teams, especially our wonderful Dallas teams that oftentimes make really stupid decisions uh, that are really yeah. frustrating. We don't have any control over it, so that's fair. Okay. So I, I don't know how y'all want to do that. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay, so uh So yeah. So so the the average uh J Jayco? Yeah, let's roll with it. Was yeah. it Jayco or Joko? Joko. I think Joko? I said Joko. You said Joko. But is it technically what, what it, would Jayco, Jayco, right? it would be Jayco. It would be Jayco. It's still progress. The average Jayco uh in beta. What about just average J? Average J. I like the average, average J. J. Yeah. I like it. J. John Jacobus, yeah. you know, whatever. J. J. Average J J. 
Average JJ. Average we'll JJ. figure that out. Which one do you want? We'll okay, well, you know what? You text us. You let us know what you want. You'll be on here. You got five more. Yeah. At least. I think know? it's going to be a And long. you're welcome to be in all 24 if you're on. I'm honestly. telling you what, man. Yeah. 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 Well, like, we hope to see you Tuesday as well. Yeah. That's right. the, I don't know. I've got, oof, man, this is, where fan, this is where the fantasy time is really challenging because I've got a yep. draft on Monday. I've got a draft on Wednesday. It's my sister's birthday on, it was yesterday, and so. We didn't get to celebrate it, so. Uh, well, happy birthday to I'm her. Thinking, I just, all Williams, I'm hearing yeah, is a Ryan Tuesday Williams, was open. Yeah. All I'm hearing yeah, is a Tuesday she was to, open. Does she like Disney movies? Yeah, maybe she should come out, right? Yeah, yeah so I mean, yes. it'd be a perfect way to celebrate her birthday at the Flying Saucer on the lake. Yes. Good yes. food, good drinks, good times, good people. Yes. That's right. Ryan Average Williams. Joe's Media, Gingrich Group. Maybe some money Match and uh, maybe free heaven. food if we win. Yeah. I'm telling you what, man. Yeah, I mean, well, with all of our gift cards, we could probably spring for some appetizers. Some apps, you know, apps and tizers. Yeah, yeah, some pretzels good. and some queso. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, maybe they have some uh, Canadian poutine. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Good times. Well, John, hey, uh, we appreciate you joining, and uh, you, you know, sir. just let us know whenever you can come back with us. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. I'm excited about you guys. I'm excited about coming back, and uh, now it's off to work, man. I've got to right. go sell a house. That's right. right. Tell you what, what, we're going to try to drum up some more business for you. That's right. Let's Make that it. money, and uh, maybe the next uh, client you have uh, says they were from the Average Joe's. Uh, I would love that. If maybe. you do hear about me through the Average Average Joe's, let me know. Absolutely, and that would be awesome. What's other folks are you? headed out to Forney? No, Mesquite. 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 Mesquite, okay. Well, if you're in Mesquite and want a house today, let us know. We'll tell John. That's Absolutely. right. We He's will give John a call. Area. We'll yep. give him He's your gonna info. He's going to be in your area. That's yep. right. Absolutely. That's, That's right. right. Absolutely. Thank All you, right, John. Guys. Well, I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Okay, so Joe, uh, have right. you have you ever won a fantasy football game? I've won plenty of fantasy football games. I'm usually in the playoffs and or championship. Okay, so you're in the playoffs, but I'm asking if you've won. We said a game, I think. No, one like a, a league. I apologize. Oh, yeah, if I said I a game, I'm in a league. Have you okay. ever been the champion? Uh, the time. undisputed Undisputed champion. one time, I believe. Okay, okay. All right. So, uh, so I, usually, I, you know, I usually get hurt with injuries towards the end of the year. Well, a lot of teams suffer from, from the injury aspect of, of real-life football versus fantasy. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying I, I – You, get, you get personally injured and you can't keep track of your – your, no, your no, no, no. I'm just saying I usually end up having – there's some of my, my top performers usually get really banged up towards the end of the year. It just happens that way. And then for whatever reason, my options uh, to get people, you know, that are still available, you know. Right. I probably need to pay attention to trades better. I, none of the leagues I've been in, we've ever done a whole lot of trades. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, trades are trades are a specific animal. Yeah, I mean, most know? people are just kind of like ride or dying. And a lot of people stock the bench up. Right. I mean, if if you feel like if you have a good feeling about somebody you have, you don't want to get rid of them. I mean, that's no, not at that's all. ultimately the negative aspect of trading. I mean, something John said too about the short bench. I mean, I think that's really critical. At first, when we I went to one of my leagues, we shortened the bench, but I think only two to three spots. Right. And I didn't like it at first because I was like, I don't have that many options. Yep. But then as the season got deeper, I really appreciated it because you didn't have all these other viable players. People are just camping on their benches. Right. So you actually had the ability to be competitive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, but that also, the shorter bench promotes the trading concept. The larger bench promotes the keeping concept. Right. You know, ultimately. Plus, man, when you get into like 12, 12 team leagues... Right. There's not that much to go around. Right. And you but you have to trade. So that makes you have right. to trade. And uh and then with the twelve team leagues and the large bench, you're hoping for a diamond in the rough. I mean you're hoping for that that tenth, eleventh round draft pick 
just go nuts for you, whether it's the middle of the season, whether it's two or three games where you had a bye week and you needed him to play, you know, that is that's what you're looking Who for. Who do you do you, I try to find somebody every year, either like a rookie or like an up and comer, like a real a true sleeper. Yeah. Oh, every I, season it, I try to like ride or die with. Absolutely. A rookie or uh uh or a uh, when you say up and coming, I'm thinking you're mean and maybe a guy who's been in the league two or three years but hasn't had that starting job yet. Right, yeah, yep. just now kind of finally get that opportunity and stuff. Like, Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I've had a couple of times that has really impressed me. Um, well, I think last year for me, one of my biggest performers was, uh, or maybe it was the year before, it was Thielen. Yeah. From Minnesota. Yep. You know, not a whole lot of people. Thielen. Was Th- on a lot, of, a lot of people's rosters. Thielen benefited from Stephon Diggs. Oh, for and sure. Kyle Rudolph. So once Kyle Rudolph started being a, a high-value target tight end yep. and Stefan Diggs was always the deep threat, well, what else do you have? You have to go somewhere else because they're going to start keen on those guys. They're going to realize, oh, we, may, we might need to put a, an over-under coverage on these guys, and then they can't over-and-under cover everybody. And so Thielen right. then opens up, and his targets became more and more valuable. Ultimately, that's what happened to him. And now they have three people in their receiving core that they have to try to account for. So that fourth guy, you Mm -hmm. know, that third receiver, um, in addition to the two in the tight end, that third receiver becomes extremely valuable now or potentially extremely valuable, you know? So who who, – I know you've already been through at least, what, one or two drafts so far? Uh, Just the one. Just the one, just the big one at Del Frisco. So there, Del so Frisco, shout out to Del Frisco. Shout out to Del Frisco. Always looking for sponsors, and we're hungry. That's I mean, right. That's right. Um, shout out to Fogo de Chao and yep. uh, Texas Day Brazil. We need to hit that place up again. That's right. But that's, right. Um, that's correct. But so who who are a couple of this year for you? A couple of what you, that you feel comfortable sharing? What do you mean? Like the, players that I'm. Uh, I am. Like for me, uh, Switzer, he's a guy that I've had since he came oh, to the yes. league. I like him. You mentioned him last time. Yeah, so I really think he's going to have a good opportunity uh, in Pittsburgh this year. And then I'm watching Hard Knocks with the Raiders. So a couple of those players are really showing out, man. So are you talking? So are you asking me about a new guy, or are you asking me about just anybody that I have a good feeling about? Uh, either and or both. Okay, so I have a good feeling about Larry Fitzgerald this year. You do? Yep, I have a good feeling because he did not play well last year. Um, in terms of what he could have, what he had been doing. I think it was the first year in like 10 years where he hadn't put up a 1,000-yard season or a, or a, a double-digit double touchdown season or something really, like that. Do you really think Murray's going to be able to put up numbers year one? Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, have you, seen, have you seen Patrick Mahomes? Have you seen Jared Goff? Guys that put up numbers year one. Okay. I mean, can he? Yes. Will he? That that remains to be seen, ultimately. I mean, I'm a little biased. You're biased because you don't like the kid, but remember when I told you that uh, if you want to win the league, you're going to have to take your heart out of it. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, 100%. So just because you don't like the guy because he said something or he's from OU or whatever. Um, well, no, outside of that, I'm may- saying I was Maybe wasn't... you're going to have to not think that well, way. that's possible. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, so what other... What what other person other than Switzer do you have in mind? Uh, I'm really strongly considering uh, getting some of the Cleveland receiving core. Okay. So, just the receiving core? Like no, you're not I mean, interested. Like, you're not interested in Baker Mayfield or Nick Chubb or 
or Kareem Hunt when he comes back from his suspension? Probably Hunt. Mayfield, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on the fence there. Yeah, okay. What about – uh, I've, I've had bad luck with Cleveland in the past. Oh, I'll tell you what, if Gordon, though, if Gordon's playing, I'm probably going to pick him up. He's one of my favorites. Josh Gordon? I don't know if he will be playing. I haven't See, I heard anything. He on, I thought he was able uh-huh. to come back again. I well, I think he's able, but I don't know if anybody's going to take on that, you know, strike three potential. Dallas Cowboys. You know, I, they, he might, but, I mean, I really don't think that it's going to pan out very well for him right now. I mean, but, you know, who knows? Somebody's, somebody might give him Wait, a chance. Wait, did he end up going to the Patriots? I don't know. I mean, uh, let's check. We got we got the list here. What's the Patriots in? The Patriots in the uh, AFC. AFC North. AFC East. Patriots. Oh, Josh Gore. Oh, he he is listed as wide receiver number two on the depth chart. Yeah. So you know, how, well, Patriots. You know, they're trying to keep their decade dynasty alive, right? Yeah, I don't know about that. What do you mean? No, I'm really thinking that it could easily. I think it's going to be. Oh, oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be either um, Kansas City and the Raiders. Yeah. Or even, I mean, it'd be really cool if it was Cleveland, but I really think this is going to be Kansas City's year. Okay, so uh, I think this is a good time for exclude the in, uh, excuse the intrusion. Excuse the intrusion. Yeah, that's right. So uh, four minutes. We got four questions, two from each of us. Yep, yep. Uh, whether it's questions or topics, we got four minutes each question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay. So uh, so here we go. First question. You going or am I going? Uh, I'm gonna go. Super Bowl predictions. Go. Ooh. Um, obviously, I want uh, Dallas. Yes, yes. We want yeah. the we want the Cowboys for I want sure. The Cowboys, but if it's not the Cowboys for the NFC, I anticipate it'll be the Rams again, and I kind of hope it is. Like I'd like to see them back in. If I, if the Cowboys, the Rams were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, were they? Okay, I'm I pretty thought... sure they were. Yeah, they were. Are you sure? Almost a hundred percent. The Rams were in the Super Bowl against the, the Patriots. Patriots. Are you sure about that? If I'm wrong, just tell me now. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I. I didn't. I didn't invest that much time in last year's Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure it was the Rams. So I'm not remembering it. I remember the Patriots were. Yeah. No. I didn't. They win. The Patriots did win. Okay. Great. That's what I remember. I I like the Rams. I like their. uh, I like their coach. I like a lot of what they're doing. Plus that game that we were at Applebee's. Shout to Applebee's. Oh yeah, yeah. Kansas City. The Kansas City LA, Rams game. That was one game of the greatest that, games ever seen Where there was like 300 points scored between the two yeah, teams. Yeah, it was crazy. It was that crazy. Was, that was one of the most most fun Applebee's experiences I've ever had with uh, going there and watching a game and stuff. For sure. That was crazy. For sure. And we didn't even go there to watch the game. No, we didn't. We just and, went there to like grab some dinner. And then like five minutes into the game, there was already 50 points or something on yeah, the board. Yeah, it got crazy. It was ridiculous. But so, as far as AFC teams go, um, I think it's going to be Kansas City. You think Kansas City is gonna is gonna take it, huh? So you don't think you don't believe in the sophomore slump? No. Well, so, I mean, yes so and well, no. I think I think this is Mahomes' third year technically, but it will be his second year to start. Isn't that right? No, was I don't think he was a rookie last year. Was he? No, he wasn't a rookie last year. But I think he, it was his first year to play as a starter. It was his first full year, but I think he got on the scene the year before because didn't uh, watch his name get hurt. Two okay, okay. Ago. So Mahomes, Mahomes didn't had a, hadn't had a full season, but his first full season as a starter for Kansas City, he goes nuts. He he's the top rated quarterback through all, through the entire right. fantasy football through right. all the numbers and stats and everything. And then uh, you think 
he's not going to have a sophomore slump, which is extremely, extremely uh, common. No, man, I think they got to. I think they're going to do some stuff, man. Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens. So you think uh, you think Kansas City and the AFC? And yeah, I mean, I think then, the Raiders are going to be in the mix. But okay. So what about you? Well, so uh, you know what? I, I have a hard time not seeing the Patriots there again. Okay. Just because of, of consistency, they they always they always put together a good product. They always put together a competitive team. And until Brady and Belichick split up or until something dramatic happens to the core of that franchise, I have a hard time seeing the Patriots not in the Super Bowl. Uh, from the NFC, um, the NFC, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, the NFC is pretty wide open to me uh, outside of the Rams. So, I mean, maybe the Rams. You know, maybe, maybe the Rams will be there. And because everything else seems to be so ambiguous right now. You know, Green Bay. Green Bay's always got a good product, but you know, there's been some inconsistency the last have, few years. Though? I'm just saying they always put together a good product. Oh yeah, well, I mean, but they've just been inconsistent over the past couple of years. I would argue that that it's more about Aaron Rodgers than it is any other thing, because that guy is insane. That might be true. That might be true. Um, I mean, what about the Saints? You Everybody got the Saints. That... You, yeah, that, I mean, that was my next one. You have the Saints who. Again, always put together something crazy, but they still only have Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, and Michael Thomas. You know? Yeah, but they don't always need that much. I mean, Drew Brees can throw to anybody. I mean, you could probably, me or you could probably go out there and like run a post. And That's true. Get, That's oh my true. Gosh, that was my phone. I forgot we had the timer set. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Your, your first question. Okay. So uh, this week announced all the new teams for the XFL led by Vince McMahon and WWE. So what are your thoughts? Are you going to watch? Thoughts on just the XFL in general? Yep. Okay. So um, my thoughts on the XFL is they have to come bigger and better than they did before. For sure. Ultimately, they have they have to put together something Less that gimmicks. is that is worth watching. That is worth putting up to the standards of the NFL. You know, the XFL could be great. The XFL could be great. The Canadian Football League could be great, you know, because football, it's, you know what? People aren't NFL fans because of the NFL. People are NFL fans because of the game, and the NFL has done it right. Right. So, like, the, the league that came out this last off season, Daryl Johnson was the general manager of the San Antonio team. I wasn't. I didn't like it. What was it? What was it? The AFL American Football League, okay. or something like that. Yes, yeah. just like arena ball. I'm not really into it. Well, so what's the problem with the XFL? Ultimately, just in generally, just generally speaking, the problem is all the talent is in the NFL. That's the problem with the Canadian Football League. That's the problem with any football league that is trying to be professional is that the major talent, the major personalities, the major names, everybody from college that you want to see perform in the NFL is in the NFL, with the exception of a couple people that maybe are, are having you know, domestic issues or uh, personal substance issues and stuff like that. But the drop-off between, statistically, like the, er, the drop-off between college players and professional players is insane. I mean, if you were to think about it, the number of professional 
football players like looking at NFL compared to the the number of professional athletes and all the other major sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, even soccer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's fewer football players than there are any of those others. There, so there's fewer available. No, I think there's fewer fewer, fewer that go into the NFL. Yeah, fewer, fewer that go active profe- NFL players every season than there are active hockey players, basketball players. Okay. Okay. Um, ba- well, I know I know baseball players probably. Okay, but. so that's that's kind of my point is that that the people you want to see are in the NFL, but can the XFL be great? What I'm saying is there has to like there is a lot. I know the NFL their level of talent is so high, right? Yep. But I'm saying there's also a lot of there has to be other talented people out there because when we're on Saturdays you have millions of people watching college football being super entertained. Right. And like a quarter of those people get a shot to play in the NFL. You know what I yeah. mean? So no, there, there's, there's, there's no question about there. that. There's no question. There is more talent, but the issue is talent that is sought after from the right. public. Not that's sought after, because clearly the, the, those talented guys are not sought after by the, the NFL owners, because otherwise they would have been drafted. Or they would have been signed, uh, you know, walk-on style. You know, they would have had a free agency contract or whatever they call that. Have you heard any big names? I, all, the biggest I've heard is uh, Bob Stoops coaching the Dallas team. Yeah, that's the only one that I've heard right now, uh, other than Vince McMahon being the owner or the, right. the originator, whatever, founder. I don't know what the, what he's yeah. going to call it. But, uh, um, yes, does it have the potential to be great? Yes, it has the potential because there are several extremely good football players still available. And if they, you know what, if they understand that that's an option to make some money, some good money outside of, high, outside of college, then maybe they'll stay in shape and try to make it great. And then they'll promote. And then ultimately, that potentially is a stepping stone from college to the NFL. Because if they can show out there amongst, uh, what was it, Tier 1B players, because mm-hmm. that's basically what it's going to be, then maybe some NFL owners or, or, or scouts or something is going to see that and be like, this guy might be able to perform at this level. Let me extend for just a few seconds. Oh. Um. The other thing I think that might happen is is you have like what is it um in basketball Ice Cube's got the whole is it the three v three league? Yeah. Where it's it's No, retired. that's uh that's Jay Z, I believe. No, it's Ice Cube. No, I think it's Jay Z. I put I'd put money on it that well, it's Ice Cube. Okay. I thought it was Jay Z. But um but you have a lot of uh players um that have retired from the NBA are now playing in this this league yep. and coaching in this league. Um and then you also have what was uh Soccer, like a lot of players that uh, when they retire from playing in Europe, yep, they come to MLS. Okay, yeah, to play over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I'm also wondering if that isn't something that ends up being when players are done with NFL. Yeah, do they start playing in the at XFL? Well, let's just think if Ocho Cinco comes back to uh, comes back to football and comes into the That'd XFL. I mean, that would be a huge name, and people would want to see that. And yeah, if like, he's in shape, if he if he can do mm-hmm. something on the field. Then that's that has nothing but upside for them. Well, same thing like uh, Adrian Peterson. You yep. know what I mean? Like I don't oh, think yeah. he's too long for the league. Both anymore. of them, he right? could go back there too. The, and then, the strong safety and the the running back. Yeah, and what about uh, the guy that played for Baltimore? That for some reason, like oh Ray Rice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, people were not done watching Ray Rice, but Ray Rice had something going on with him that was was extra NFL. It was outside of it, right. and it caused it to affect his career ultimately. And so, you know what, that sucked for him. That was that just was, was horrible in terms of his career. But you know what, maybe that needed to happen for him in order to get past it. But is he done with football? 
I don't know, man. Maybe think, XFL could be a new a new star for him. I think what's crazy about that though is just the fact that so many other athletes have been found out to do so many horribly awful things. Yep. And yep, everything's kind of glossed over now, but Ray Rice is still permanently banned. That's true. That's Strange. true. Okay, so uh, so the next question. All right. Browns thoughts. I think they're going to be exciting to watch. I think they're going to be dynamic, but I think there's probably. It's it's probably fifty fifty if not sixty forty. It's gonna blow up. Yep, 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 yep. So all I, hype. So I think the hype is too high right now. Now, what are their names? What are the names that we have other than Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb came on the sw- came on the scene and showed he had what it takes. He was c- relatively a no name guy before. I mean, in terms of his NFL production, right? And because he's so young in the NFL, so he wasn't necessarily a a quantity going into whenever they started doing all this that they were thinking was going to be extremely valuable. He's turned out to be that. But the names we have, Odell Beckham Jr. What other names we got? Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Uh, we, we got, they got rid of Duke Johnson. Yep. Which they had to basically in order to have all their other net Kareem Hunt. Right. Right. You got Baker Mayfield in terms of he's he's his name is big from his college days and the last half of last season. So will he be what everybody thinks he will be? That's the question that remains. Will from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, will he have what it takes? Right. Right. And then you got uh, Hunt, Cream Hunt. Yes, I, I named him. But you have Hunt, and he's got what, how many game suspension? Seems just three. Is it three? I thought it was six. Could be wrong. I, I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, it was a lot, it was very well, similar. I'm not to the, saying it wasn't a big deal. I'm just saying I thought it was surprising. I thought, I I thought it was six. similar to the Zeke uh, suspension, which was six games. Correct. Well, while we're discussing this, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, good. So, uh, so you have all these things. What What's the thing that all this this has in common? Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr. They are huge personalities. Yeah, and they're they they have publicity for good, bad, and different reasons. Absolutely, and. I mean, how much spotlight can three guys share? That's actually a really good point. So, you know, they might be able to do it. In the 90s, spotlight was easy to share because I don't think that uh, there, there, were more, there were more phases of dynasties, right? right. This year, the on, there's only been one real dynasty. It's been the Patriots, right? But back in the, in the late 80s and the 90s, you can even jump back into the early 80s and the late 70s. You had the Steelers for a, a span of six to seven years, right? You had the Cowboys. You had twice. the Cowboys in two separate spans, right? And and ultimately the Steel it was either Steelers or Cowboys at, at one point in time, and then Forty uh, Nineers are really in that mix too. The they late eighties, that's right. The late eighties to the early nineties, you had a Forty Nineers dynasty. You, then you had a Cowboys dynasty early nineties, and then late nineties you had a Forty Nineers again. Yep. And so, uh, and there may be a couple more in there that I'm not uh, that I'm not mentioning. But in the early 2000s, you had the Steelers who were always in the hunt, mm-hmm. but they had become they became overshadowed by the Patriots, right? Right. And so, um, then you also had the Indianapolis Colts who always seemed to get overshadowed by the by the Patriots. Well, you had Denver in there for a, for a little bit. Denver was a couple year span in the uh, what was it the it was 98 99. Yeah, or ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was two years. They were two and done, you know. Right, and then they had a tiny resurgence for like three or four years when Peyton came. When back. when Manning came over there in the uh, middle teens. Yep. Then uh, then they had three years of basically three years of 
of relevance, mm-hmm. right? You had the Seahawks who had three or four years of relevance. In the, and then now, you know, in Denver, Denver, they tried to get through the AFC and they did once, right? But when they didn't, it was the Patriots, right? Oh, for sure. So, you know, back when the Cowboys were uh, in, in the 90s, there was how many guys sharing spotlight right there? Quite a few. Right, you had you had Emmett, you had Irving, you had Aikman, and then you had several guys that were right on the outskirts of that because of their abilities. And well, you uh, had Haley. I mean, you know, Newton was. That's a right. Charles Haley was. Well, Charles Haley was more the '95 season. Was he wasn't in the '92, '93? I don't believe. He because he came from the 49ers. Then he ended up going back because nobody else would let him play because of Ult- his injuries. But, well, injuries and other other things. But, it, but I think though he won. No, I think he won more than one with us because he has five in total. Does he? Okay, he may he may have been ninety three yeah. also. He may have been ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. But Dion was a part. It was was huge back then too. That's right. Dion was a huge, huge name, and maybe maybe cast more of a shadow than all those other guys. Yep. But a lot of those other guys got a lot of that spotlight. I mean, in what Emmett Smith uh, still the NFL's leading all-time rusher? Yep. I mean, that's just that's just ridiculous stuff. Uh, Michael Irving, uh, he's uh, he's compared to uh, the Randy Moss and the uh, what's what's his name from Forty ers Give me his name, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. He's in that category of of a receiver, and I'm not you know Jerry Rice clearly the best. Randy Moss I think is is a close second. It's hard to say Michael Irving is not up there potentially as number three. You know. See, I actually would say, I mean, Randy Moss was super talented and whatnot, but I, I yep. mean, as far as accomplishments and stats and stuff go, I'd, I'd say that, you know, Irvin's above Randy Moss. And that's like saying that Terrell Owens needs to be in the top five. Well, see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that just because uh, I think, I think regardless of where Randy Moss went, his numbers were crazy. There was maybe one year where he didn't have great numbers. But what's your next question? Okay, so uh, keeping with the theme, XFL, if they do fantasy in the spring when XFL launches, are you down? Fantasy XFL, am I down to play fantasy football yeah, in the spring? I mean, yeah, are we going to try to do like an average Joe's fantasy XFL league? Is that even going to be a thing? Are we, can we have, well, right we, now, are you, are you proposing that this be a thing? Is it, is it going to be? Like, have you gotten a, an inside track somewhere that I don't know about? Well, I'm thinking about it. Like, I think the only way I'm going to really watch it is if I do a fantasy. Okay. So if you have something personally invested into it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm kind of excited about potentially having football in the spring. Yeah. You know, that sounds kind of great. But then if you think about it, too, like, <laughs> how do we need that off time Well, that's, to, to live we need that, compared to how much time we're going to spend the next several months that's watching right. we football? That's right. We need that off time in order to recover from the fantasy football, either uh, – Gains or losses that we suffered. Well, I got to tell you, know? you I, I, since we cut the cable and we're doing the streaming services, yep. uh, YouTube TV, shout out to YouTube, uh, they don't have NFL Network on there, so I'm actually thinking about for the next couple of months doing a secondary streaming service just to have NFL Network because I usually go to sleep to and wake up to NFL Network. Okay, interesting. During during the season. Soaking it all in, you know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Well, so, I mean, XFL Fantasy, our – who how would that even how would that even become popular you know i don't know it's vince mcmahon well it's vince mcmahon okay yeah it's vince mcmahon but my point is is you first have to have the fan base in order to create something like fantasy football how long did it take the nfl 
in order to grow this fantasy football thing. I don't know. I heard a lot of people used to do it back in the day with newspapers and yes. box scores. There's a lot of people that used to create fantasy football on paper, hard copies and everything like that. Uh, my uncle, um, Uncle Denny and Thomas, uh, his son Thomas, they used to play fantasy football before internet ultimately was around. And so I heard about it, but I didn't think much of it because, right. you know, it was something that they apparently caught wind of that I just didn't. You know, and I heard what they did, but I, but then I still didn't catch wind of what it was and what the purpose of it was or anything. But then once it got blasted through the mm-hmm. internet, it it just it took off like wildfire. Do you think that the XFL has that capability in the spring in their first in their inaugural? Well, I guess it's their reopening, their inaugural reopening. You know, I don't know, but here's here's what I'd say to Mr. Stoops, uh, Mr. McMahon, and uh, everyone at the Dallas Desperados organization. <laughs> <laughs> Average Joe's Media, we're the fastest growing podcast. That's right. Uh, That's from right. people that you know, uh, sponsored by or presented by, presented uh, by the Gingers Group, which right. is the official realtor of the America's fastest growing podcast. So you know, you're going to have some players and some talent looking for some houses. That's right. And uh, you know, you're going to need some some folks to help spread the good word about the Dallas Desperados. You're going to need some hype men. That's right. Dare I say, you might even need some commentators. Yeah, you might some need announcers. some people that can that know a little so, bit of the game and uh, are yeah. willing to get out there, get on the mic, show their face, maybe be a little bit silly, keep it clean, Keeping and also clean, make sure we hype brand. up the show. For sure. So I'm just saying, maybe we should start uh, shouting out some Dallas Desperados. You know what I mean? Showing right. some love. That's right. Because uh, if you guys need some help, we, we holler at us. That's right. That's right. We uh, we would we would gladly gladly. We share would love that to be the official. I will podcast. be the first Dallas Desperados fan and the last Dallas Desperados fan. <laughs> if like not if I, I mean, beat you to it I first. mean I mean the first and the longest. Ultimately, not the last, but I will stay until it dies. Uh, if, yeah. I the mean, Dallas Desperados come over and you know give the average Joe's a little joy. I'm telling you what, the official official podcast. Yep. Of the Dallas Desperados. How how could that be a, a negative thing? I don't see it. Can be. I tell you what, though, Dallas Desperados. This is kind of like a great segue. It really is. Because um, if you're thinking th- thinking to yourself, Dallas Desperados, we're gonna have a big season coming up, and uh, we're gonna need we're gonna need some talent, right? We're gonna need some people to draw some attention. You know, our first game, we need someone to sing the national anthem. That's right. Oh, that's right. We that's do. Right. We got and somebody. I know somebody. Well, I, I know someone who knows somebody. Yeah. We're trying to know somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here who uh, has a really great singing voice. Absolutely, we do. You know what I mean? Uh, he's got great appeal uh, <laughs> here in, in the States and also abroad. That's right. International superstar, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about it. So, so just so say, are hey. You, are you proposing an Australian singer sing the I national am. anthem? I mean, we hope. Of America. Yes, because okay. uh, we <laughs> hope he we hope he's one of our mates. Yeah, well, that's fair. you know I don't know how he feels about American football, but I'm sure he loves him some rugby. Yeah, that's uh, you know what I mean, that's and fair. some Australian rules football. Uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. just uh, XFL. Let us know, and we can say, you know what? Hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. Hey, hey, Dean. What you got for us? Hey, Dean. Okay, think, so you know, so yeah, so that brings us to uh, our, our new segment yeah. of the podcast. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. How you doing? Oh, camera yeah. wasn't on me. Camera so, was not on you. That camera was wasn't on a, me. So, that was a bit yeah. of an epic fail. So, hey, Dean, how are you? That's right. good. You, bring you it over ready for that? Hi, bud. Yeah. How's it going, Dean? We're here for you. What's up, mate? We're. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, brother? Dean, I'm, I'm looking for that guitar that you buy on the road and uh, and that you give away every now and then. I'm telling you what. I mean, if you could just sign that puppy and give it over to the average because Joe we will Boo. sign. 
we will sign right. a T-shirt for you. That's right. We will. Both and of we'll us. We'll give it to you. You That's know right. what I mean? Because That's here's right. the thing with D- D- Dean Lewis, guys. Yeah. I mean, let, let's 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 make let's get it real for a moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's get let's, real. Let's get real. Let's take it down a notch. You know, there are times in your life when you're feeling down. Yep. Downtrodden. Yep. You know, you're a little upset. It's trodden, but keep going. Trot- <laughs> yeah, just, just roll with me here. Roll with me here. Trot America. is what I do roll, when I have Crohn's. Well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I'm overhydrating. Anyway, so there's, there's times where, where life just really, it just oh, it just kind of slaps you in the face a little bit, right? Uh, maybe maybe it's in a relationship, yeah. you know? I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we've had some experiences, right? Where maybe, maybe, okay, sorry, right here. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not in frame. Let me blow the mic a little bit. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, Dean can see my face. Here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, so America, so here's the deal. Let me fix the hat. Okay. No, I just fixed it mine. You, oh, you, okay. You do what okay. you need to do. Stay on topic. Stay on <laughs> topic. Let's okay, get it. Okay, so anyways, so let's say you're in a situation where maybe maybe things aren't working out that yeah. the way you think they're going to work out. Maybe mm-hmm. you're in a situation where, oh, maybe there was some betrayal. Yeah. Maybe there were some lies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you came in and uh, you find out that the pack of smokes on the counter they're they're not your girls maybe they're they're your mates maybe they're your friends and you're like wait a second what happening you know you you look up from the ground and and your eyes are they're sad and they're teary and and, and what's going on you can tell she's trying to hide something you know it yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean and you reach out you reach out their hands cold and she withdraws back into the color it falls from your face and what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you know what you need a friend yeah, yeah. Dean Lewis says you need a friend, and we have a friend in Dean Lewis, and you know what, Joe Boo? Yeah. I got a friend in you, and when, whenever I'm in that moment, yeah. Yeah. what do you and Dean tell me? It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. That's right. It will be, be all, all right. right. That's It'll right. It'll be all right. Man. Because you know what? I know you might love her. Yeah. But it's over, mate. Yeah. Over. It's over. It's over. That's right. Crikey, That's right. it's over. That's right. And you know, Dean... I want you to understand one thing, is that I realize and I know that things in life happen. Things come and things go. They come in waves. They come and go in waves. But you know what, Dean? I want you to know, hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. I adore you. I really do. Okay? I adore you. I can tell you what, Dean. Here's the deal, bud. It's okay to go back and look at all the messages you've been sent. And it's okay, because I know that they were, you know, messing with your head. You know what I mean? For lack of a more appropriate keep it clean word to say in this moment. Yep. And it's okay that you've deleted everything in the past, but it's important to build. It's important to build for the future. So when when you're looking at all of our posts, and you're looking at all of our messages to you, and whenever we say, you know what? Hey, Dean, and we're we're giving you a wave, don't delete it. Yes, don't. we're the friend telling you, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You know, these feelings, these feelings will come, but guess what? They will go. They will go. That's right. You know, because things come on waves. That's right. Dean, thank you so much. I hope you're listening to this. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dean. Dane, we got nothing but love for you, mate. Absolutely. We really do. So thank you for bringing words of wisdom into our life, comforting us, being that friend who says, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, so you're just throwing some waves at you, buddy. And you know what? October is coming quick. It really is. It it's really coming is. quick. And I know I know you want to get into the studio. That's right. I'm just telling there is a blue or red microphone. You know what? You can even have my green one if you want. I tell you what, if you want a color that was not originally represented right now out of the four microphones that yep. we have now, we'll go buy one. We, we will make it happen we'll for make sure. It. We will make it Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. Hey, Dean, you tell us your favorite color. We will make it happen. 
I'm telling you what, man. And, uh, you know, we prefer water with lemon and uh, unsweet iced tea with lemon. But if you want yep. some Foster's, you know what? Joe Boo's got a really great freezer yep. in the back fridge just yep. in the workshop just for, just for beverages. That's fair. That's fair. So back to fantasy football. Back to fantasy football. Okay, so last little bit of the segment here, or last little bit of the show. We digress for one second, Dean. We do. One last thing, but we got a spot open for you in the average right. fantasy football league. Absolutely, we do. You know what I mean? It'd give you something to really enjoy while you're here over in the States touring. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it'd be fun. A way for you to connect with your people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we can introduce you to John because you know you're going to need a place to stay while you're here. That's good. You're going to need a place. Okay. You know? And I, dare I say that I'm, I would imagine it's the Australian dream. It Much like be. the American dream to be a homeowner. That's right. And That's we, right. we got someone to hook you up. Okay. okay. Back to fantasy football. So fantasy football tips. So when you're drafting, <laughs> fantasy football tips. When you're drafting fantasy football tips, what is your expertise? What what in your in your professional fantasy football world, uh, what is the advice you give when you're drafting rounds two and three or one, two and three? Do not pick a quarterback first. Okay. That, Go for a running back. Running backs. Draft running backs early. Very early. Okay. Is there a reason for that in your opinion? Because there are fewer major producers in, run, in the running back world than there are probably at any other position. So you're saying that... Well, I'm going to take that back. No, because that's not true. Because tight end's probably the most, excuse me, difficult uh, position to find a high quantity of overproducers. But yeah. in the running back, you get two slots. Potentially, you could play with three a week. Yep. And there's just not as many high-scoring running backs as there are receivers. Okay. Um, and, and quarterbacks. Yep. Okay. So my theory on that is not just because there are fewer in terms of how many you need and how many are available. Right. But the running back touches the ball more than everybody else except the quarterback. That's actually a really good point. You know, uh, he's going really to get the pass. He's going to get the, the carry. Um, he's, you know, potentially, there are several people potentially that could do punt return or kickoff return, and they might fall in that running back thing. Uh, but they are going to touch the ball more and they are going to have the most opportunities. You look at a, a RB1 for any team, he's going to get 20 to 30 carries plus 10 or more targets. Right. So if he makes anything out of those carries and anything out of those targets, he's going to be the guy that causes you to win or the guy that causes you to lose if he doesn't do anything with those things. I have to say another good piece of advice is um, pay attention ahead of time to your waivers. I mean, not to waivers, to your bye weeks. Pay attention to your bye weeks, absolutely. So, what's uh, what's one of the most, what's one of the biggest killers? If you have like, I'd say a quarterback, receiver, and running back that are all in the same bye week. Yep. You really got to spread that out. I mean, th that alone isn't going to necessarily kill you. Yep. But that's like one of the risks you run because some people like to be homers, right? Yep. So I know tonight. I know. I know. You're I know getting killer all the Cowboys. B, no, killer B. <laughs> The average Kiki. They're going to draft Dak Jackson, Prescott on the first pick. Yes, Jackson. The three of them okay. are going to. They're going to go Cowboys. Okay, I know it. And like Kelly's going to draft Jason Witten because that's like officially her Hall pass. And okay. I'm probably oh wow. Gonna, I'm, I'm probably going to. That's her Hall pass. Well, I think she wow. wants it to be. I don't, okay. I don't know if Killer B signed off on it. Uh, okay. But, okay. But she's has, obsessed, has Jason Witten. Okay. She's obsessed with Jason Witten. So that's fair. If you want to be able to trade up with her, just get Jason Witten first. Okay. Uh, but, you know, so you, you, you can't always go with trying to have your whole roster being of your favorite team okay. or of one or two teams in particular. Okay, so, uh, I mean, bye weeks kill you if 
you know, if you don't spread them out, if you have yep. all the same bye week and then you lose one game, you pretty much have the potential to spiral downhill. Oh, for sure. You know, and uh, and then the league could just could just be dead because then if you have all the same bye weeks and you don't have anybody to, to come in and and, and uh, what play from the bench to take up those bye weeks, right. then you now have to trade your high value guys in order to get people to cover for you, or you have to drop people mm-hmm. that then might be uh, big time later on in the season. Ultimately, that's the biggest thing. You have to then replace people on your bench or trade people with other teams, and now you're giving away high value guys just to get a minimal or a moderate value guy to replace that one bye week, and now you can't get that other guy back. Exactly. So if you drop him, he's on the waiver wire, somebody else is going to be there picking him up. If you uh, put him on the bench, then you're playing somebody else. You're playing somebody. Uh, what if you don't have enough people to cover that? Then you're having to just you're having to just completely change out your roster because of your bye weeks, and that can kill you. Right. That can kill you the rest of the season, ultimately. The rest. So uh, what about uh, – so we already said draft kicker is late. We've all kind of agreed on that. Yeah. Uh, is there any exception to that? Kickers and defense, is there any exception to drafting one relatively earlier in the draft? Well, I tell you, if I felt pretty good with getting some top performers, then um, – and, like, depending upon how everything else was looking, like if a bunch of my, the primary people I was going for maybe are not there, um, maybe, like, four picks before last – like in the past, I, I I'd get uh, I'm gonna say it wrong and you're gonna correct me, but mm-hmm. Sebastian, Janikowski, 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 yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, I've literally won games with 40 point games for him back in his prime. Yeah, so like I'll make I would make exceptions there. Okay, um, but like it's really hard now though, man. I mean, kickers are kickers are are fired and hired. Quickly well, on, on the NFL. For a couple years, Dan Bailey was pretty much you know automat- he was he was the know, it guy, but then now he's not. I know. So you don't really have that. That's right. Um, I think the other thing, too, is just dependent upon your league's format. Yep. Um, defenses can or cannot be kind of game changers. Like, I, I generally will will trade – I mean, will drop and add defenses per week just dependent upon, like, different uh, matchups and whatnot. Right. But we've I've been in a couple leagues where uh, we changed the point values a little bit. Right. Um, and so I kind of tried to find like a defense and kind of ride with it the whole season as Absolutely. much as possible. Because Absolutely, I'm a it big fan. Had some monetary that really had some value. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of. Well, okay, so you say you draft a defense early, so I'm I'm not necessarily on that at all. You know, the the Baltimore defense back when it was just gigantic was always drafted in the first five rounds because somebody did not want anybody else to get that defense. Right. right, and I meant more like draft, like once you fill out like your starting positions. Yeah, absolutely. Draft I, I get defense that. before your bench. So I, I won't ever do that. I won't ever do that. But what I will do, and I did this last year, I drafted Cleveland Browns defense before okay. they had all these people, before they had a team, basically, and I drafted them because they were by week eleven. Oh. And then they gave me ten points a game. Eight to ten points a game every game for the first seven weeks, and so I did not draft the Cleveland defense because the Cleveland defense was going to give me eight to ten points every game. It was just one less thing for you to worry about. I did not have to replace that defense for seven to eight weeks, and then now some other teams where their bye week has passed by week four, five, six, seven, eight. All those bye weeks had passed. Now I could get a different defense, one that had higher point production on a regular basis and then I could uh you know I could then replace the Browns and I would have someone that uh, I could let's say mentally rely upon more 
But I tell you what, the Browns, they didn't disappoint for the first the first half of the season, basically. Oh, no, not at all. And I only drafted them because it was by week 11. And you know what? I said, and I, you know, I won last year. You did? And it wasn't because I drafted the Browns on, on round 13 or 14 I out think, of 13 or 14. I think I was there when you won. It was pretty exciting. That's all I'm saying. We were at your house, and yeah. I was going nuts. And, uh, and so... But my point is, is that I did not have to worry. I, I picked a kicker that was by week ten. I picked a dra- uh, a defense that was by week eleven. I did not have to worry about picking them, like changing them, unless the kicker was just absolutely terrible, got hurt. Right. The defense didn't have to worry about changing. Them. Defense is not going to win you a fantasy football game unless they are the Ravens of the Ravens and the Bears back in the early two thousands. Basically, yeah, that's no, what that I mean, is. yeah, you're you're gonna be. I mean, most of those defenses, like I said, or if you have custom scoring that allows for more, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have ten or fifteen point defense games. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. you really, you really want to be ahead of your opponent more than ten or fifteen. points. What was the only reason why the Brown, why the Bears were any good on on defense? It was because of uh, they got what's his name from the Raiders, Mac, Mac, Mac. Isn't yeah. his last name is Mac? Okay, I'm I'm just talking about. It's defense and special teams. It's because they had that guy that was always returning kicks for touchdowns. Oh, that was the major reason they had Brian Urlacher, and they had a they had a huge, an awesome linebacker core. But they had the guy on special teams that was always returning kicks for touchdowns. Well, the same thing with Kansas City. Yeah, well that that's been here recently. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so we're drafting kickers and defenses late. We're drafting running backs early. Um, have you have you noticed? A drop off on the list of you know the top three hundred or let's say we're going by position. Have you noticed a drop off from let's say let's say Jarvis Landry is number fifteen and then um, give me a name give me a name that's not necessarily a, a great receiver name. Uh, I know on the spot's not your thing. Let me see if I can Hearn. find one. Hearn, Hearn, give me the whole formerly of the Cowboys. Okay, yes. So let's just say those two guys are back to back in in the receiver list. There is a clear drop off between Jarvis Landry and Hearn. Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns, yeah. Yeah. So uh so you have to basically in your own mind, okay, because there's no telling a there's no telling when this drop off will actually occur, if it will occur, but you have to go through those lists and see when do I need to start drafting or when is it too late and I gotta then play on a wing and a prayer what's the drop off so when you're going through those position things figure out where's the last guy i want and i better get him before somebody else does otherwise i'm playing behind the eight ball i think i pay the closest attention to that scenario with tight ends because the drop off is real okay there that's true see i don't but see i don't think that that's an important position uh in terms of making sure you get the number one or number two or three tight end. Because there's only three of those guys. That means everybody you play, with the exception of those three guys, you're going to compete with. A lot of leagues I play in, um, flex position does include tight end. Okay. So and the only way for that to be for that to be extremely valuable is for you to get two of those guys. Well, yeah, but I, if I – my personal self – um, if I'm able to be strategic with it, I usually use that as my strategy to help me with some of the bye weeks when it's a little bit rougher. 
Okay. Uh, with, you know, being out, maybe, you know, not having as much strength with lineup and bye weeks as I want with my receiving and running back. So, but, but, okay. So, but my point is, is that there's two or three top tier tight ends. Did you agree with that? Yeah. Two or three. What are they? They are uh, from Kansas City. What's his name? Kelsey. Okay. From. Uh, Thielen. Who? Not Thielen. He's wide receiver. Never mind. Uh, what? No, what is the what was the tight end for um, for for Minnesota? Uh, Kyle Rudolph, not a top tier tight end. No, but who came in for him afterwards? Uh, he got hurt. Uh, but he okay, but he's not going to be a top tier tight end right now. I'm trying to think who I'm thinking about then. Are you are you thinking of Greg Olson, who got hurt? Greg okay. Olson was a top tier tight end last year until he got hurt. That might be. A he's thing. now like he's now like tenth ranked because of his injury. Right. Okay. Who else? What's another top tier tight end? Um, Chargers. Nope. Next, you're thinking of Antonio Gates, aren't you? I was, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, obviously Gronk. He's like he's 50 not... years old. Gronk's retired. Come yeah, on, let's let's keep thinking. Well, I mean, I, I think Witten. Witten's not a top tier tight end. I think he has the potential this year. Oh, of course he has the potential, but he's not going to be. Well, what is he's your, going what, to be a tier is, two magic, at best. What does the list say? Zach Ertz. Anybody? Zach Ertz, top tier tight end. Philly, Phil, yes. Okay, right now, right now, ultimately, uh, Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey are the only two tight ends that are extremely high valued. Okay, uh, George Kittle is uh, is projected to be good at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He's actually on this ESPN fantasy football cheat sheet. Okay. Uh, he is the second tight end behind Kelsey, and then Ertz is the third. Okay. So, but my point is, is that once you get past Ertz, now you have Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, Hunter Henry for the for the Chargers. That might be who you were thinking of, but Hunter Henry didn't wasn't that huge last year in terms of production. Uh, then you have Jared Cook, Vance McDonald, D.J. and Joku for Cleveland, Delaney Walker, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron of that list was one of the best producing guys, maybe other than Evan Ingram and O.J. Howard. Like, he was equal Delaney to Delaney had a guys. couple of good games, but then when what uh, – because Delaney's still with Tennessee, right? Right. Yeah, so uh, when Mariota yeah. started falling off. Well, so, but my point is is that I, I picked up Eric Ebron from – because he, he came from Detroit to Indianapolis. Right. I picked him up on the waiver wire, and then I never dropped him because he was always going to give me something good. And so he was just as valuable as – Evan Ingram and O.J. Howard last year. Where's um Where's Cincinnati's on there? Which one? There's two of them now. Uh, there's uh Tyler Eifert. He's uh, number twenty three on this list. And then um, what was the the other one? Was he has a, a pretty strange last name? Oh, doesn't it? Another one? Yeah. Um, what or something like that? Yeah, I can't. I can't quickly see it right here, but uh, and. I just I'm going blind. Apparently. No, I think I think you're right because like I think every year you all, you have your two or three, um, aver- like every year they're they're good producers. Yep. And then you're gonna have one or two breakouts in a year. So that's so that's ultimately my point is that a tight end is not that valuable in a draft because you're only gonna get one or two that are gonna just have the potential of going nuts in, based on previous years. Correct. And so if that's all the knowledge you can go forward with, but you if, can't if go forward with what's find, going to happen because you don't know that. I know that, but I guess what I was saying was is that if you are able to get 
one of those tight ends that has the breakout year. Yeah. Not necessarily they're going to have it next yeah. year. Well, but yeah, like, but yeah, that's that that's a is huge the, game changer if your tight end's putting up 20, 30 points a week. That's a game changer, but that is literally luck. You have to hopefully get somebody who's going to be nu- who's going to go nuts. Agreed. And you don't know who that's going to be. So ultimately, tight ends need to be drafted like round eight, nine. Because the only tight end you're going to worry about playing against is one of those top two guys. You're not going to worry. If you have Evan Ingram and I have Jordan Reed, I don't worry about our tight ends, one of them destroying the other, and that being the reason why I lose. Because ultimately, they're going to produce the same throughout the season, unless one of them just hits. And you don't know which one that's going to be. So tight ends should not be a high-valued draft pick for you, in my opinion. That's, I mean, in my humble opinion. I might pick tight end first first round tonight. Because of our conversation right now or because of you? <laughs> because or because you want Travis Kelsey? No. Because that's who you'd pick. If you didn't, you're a moron. If you're gonna if no. you're gonna go for a tight end first and you don't pick Travis Kelsey, I'm pick Jason you, Witten to make you're Kelly gonna mad. lose. You're gonna lose this well, season. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Jason Witten to make Kelly mad. That's rid- That's ridiculous. Okay, so uh, what uh, what's some other tips you have for making sure you're successful this fantasy year this fantasy season? Um, let's see. Okay, so there's an app. I don't know if this is it has if this links up with other platforms. I know it does with Yahoo. So there's a, an app called If That Then This. Okay. If you've used Office 365 and some other platforms that have what they call kind of like recipes and flows, this app was a little bit ahead of their time. So basically, you download this app, create an account. You can log into different accounts that you have, and you can put things together. So if this happens, then do this. Okay. Um, for example, every time I get home, turn my lights on in my kitchen if you have like a smart home, right? Um, you can have it do something like it'll text you every morning if it's going to rain. Well, you can log into your, you can have it sync up with your Yahoo, and so you can get text messages every time somebody drops a player. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that that'd be one of the the things that. So pay attention be. to the waiver wire, is what you're saying. Pay yeah. attention to the ads, the drops, which ultimately add to and take away from the waiver wire. Yeah, and then don't put, don't overstock. Don't put too much stock. Yep. Into uh, sleeper reports. Okay, so I think that uh, so. I, to that, to your credit, there, I think the rookies are a huge, uh, overvalued mm-hmm. commodity. Okay, now I think that r- rookies have an extreme upside. There's really no downside to a rookie. You're going to draft them, and if they don't do anything, it's because they're a rookie. So they're kind of expected to potentially flop. But the upside is they're going to go nuts, and the upside basically says they're a rookie. You just got extreme value for your draft pick. Right. Okay. So, in terms of rookies, I would suggest be extremely wary in terms of receiver rookies. But running back rookies, take a chance. Take a chance. Oh, I think, if, yeah, if there's a rookie position, you have to, I mean, yeah. If there's a rookie down. running back, take a chance. For sure. If there's a rookie receiver, be cautious. Same thing with quarterbacks. Uh, well, how can that be the same thing with quarterbacks? Because there's two different positions. Give me be, – be, Excuse me, I meant the latter. Okay, so be cautious with rookie quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. Okay, I would say I would say with rookie quarterbacks, it's a hit or miss. It's a hit or miss. Well, yeah. It's 100% hit or miss. Uh, 
and, and in terms of your whether or not you need to be wary or take a chance, because the reason is Patrick Mahomes wasn't a rookie, but he was basically a rookie in terms of starting job last year. It was his second year. He played a couple games, woohoo, you know, but nobody was drafting Patrick Mahomes. I got Patrick Mahomes last year in round eleven or twelve of our draft. Right. And he was amazing in terms of fantasy. Now, the funny thing is I traded him because I went 0-4. I didn't play him because he had no pedigree. You know, he had no stats. He had no real – he did not have my confidence at the beginning of the season. And so I ended up picking up the Buccaneers quarterbacks, and they were the second in our league. They were the second quarterback in terms of total points. I picked them up on the waiver wire because they scored 70 Mm -hmm. points one game. It was insane. Yeah, why did I pick them up? Because they scored 70 points, and I didn't want anybody else to have them. I had the first waiver wire because I lost the game, and I had the lowest points scored that week. I didn't. I played Russell Wilson instead of, uh, instead of Patrick Mahomes, who wouldn't on game one of somebody you don't know. Right. right? And so then uh, so I picked up the Bucks quarterbacks, and then I played them the next week. Why wouldn't I? They just scored 70 points. And so I kept Mahomes on the bench. And I kept him on the bench until week three or four, and I played him. And then uh, I lost the games. It wasn't because of not playing Mahomes or playing Mahomes. It wasn't because of him that I lost. I just lost because my team just didn't produce. I played some guy, a couple guys who had the best weeks of all teams. So, I mean, if they're going to have the best week two, three weeks in a row, you're not going to beat them, right? It just so happened that I had guys that were, that were playing top points or next to, next to highest points for three or four weeks in a row. And that was just extremely unfor- like unfortunate. So, uh, so I traded Patrick Mahomes, and you'll never guess who I traded him for. I traded him straight up. There was not like three guys for for one or anything. Uh, if my memory serves me right, Fitzmagic. Nope, no, no. Fitzmagic was the uh, was the guy with the Buccaneers quarterbacks. I picked up on waivers after week one. Oh, okay. So I I traded him for a different position. I did not trade him position for position. Who you trading for? James White. Really? Patriots. Like second that ended up running off, back though in the playoffs though that ended up paying off to get me to the playoffs because I was playing Fitzmagic and he was getting fifty points a game and then I ended up playing uh, James White every game he was getting me twenty five points a game because he was a running back catching balls from out of the backfield and so it's PPR league so he was getting one point for for ten catches a game plus the yardage that he was getting after the catch plus any time he carried the ball so I traded for a running back that was kind of a low value running back. And I gave a high-value quarterback based on his production. Right. And that got me into the playoffs. And it got me there because uh, I had found a quarterback that was going to produce, and I did not have another running back to go along with. Guess who it was? Who was it? Christian McCaffrey, who was my first or second-round draft pick. I drafted him and Devontae Freeman first two rounds because I was like I was either 12th or 11th. So I, I picked back-to-back. Right. I picked – Christian McCaffrey and Devontae Freeman basically in back-to-back. I don't remember the order. It doesn't really matter. Freeman got hurt in the first game. And so I'm thinking, well, that was my second running back. I'm completely behind the eight ball Up right now. Creek. So I had to figure out. I found a couple that, that did okay, but we lost every game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need a, a number two running back that's going to get me that's gonna get me PPR points. I got James White. He, he got me. He was basically the reason. Him and the Buccaneers quarterback, the waiver wire pickup, were basically the reason why I won like eight in a row, like the next eight weeks. Him and also found Robert Woods on the, on the uh, on the waiver wire as well. 
for the Rams. That's good. And Robert Woods, uh, especially when Cooper Cup went down, Robert Woods became the number one target guy. Cooper Cup, man. That's going to be interesting to see if he bounces back this year after that injury. Absolutely. But my point is, is that, you know, rookie quarterbacks take a chance on them. Yeah. Take a chance. And you know what? Even if that chance doesn't pay off in terms of numbers at the beginning, it's going to pay off in the potential of somebody wanting to trade you something that they have that you want, right. and they want to see if this quarterback will actually start to to do well. And so, you know, like I said, quarterbacks, first quarterback, pick someone you know. Pick someone you know. Pick a Phillip Rivers who's always a, a fantasy producer. Right. He's not necessarily the best team leader, but he's going to put you up 300 yards a game and two to three touchdowns easy. Right? Uh, pick somebody like uh, like a Ben Roethlisberger. Same basic thing. He's going to get you 300-plus yards a game. He's going to get you two, three touchdowns a game. Agreed. He, both of those guys, neither one of those guys are going to get you running yards. They're not going to run at all. No, they're not. But your second guy, if there's a rookie available, if there's a Kyler Murray, or if there, give me another rookie quarterback name. I don't know this year. There's not many. There's, there's not really not. many. I mean, uh, last year we had a couple, but with the Baltimore quarterback and – so okay, so you, basically, you got Baker Mayfield in terms of he didn't play; he played half the season last year. Right. So this is his first time at the helm for the full season. You have uh, uh, Baltimore, Sam Darnold for New York Jets. Might be staying away from that one. Um, there's not many. You got Josh Rosen for Miami, Baltimore, Baltimore, Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Only, only, this is his only second season, right? That's true, and he didn't play the whole season last year. Nope. And he's got running. He's got running potential. He does. So I mean, pick up him on as a second quarterback, or what? You know what? If you have room, pick him up as a third. Well, I mean, look and what his happened. Trade bait. Look what happened in, with with Watson before he's like he got broke his leg oh, his my first gosh. year in Houston. That's right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can if you can get the same production that Deshaun Watson gave the first few games that he went nuts, I'm telling you, man. then you're basically going to win your season. Uh, yeah. Another thing I'd say is as we're winding down because you can tell we love football and fantasy football because I think. Average, uh, average Joe's media, things you think you don't care about podcasts. I think we broke another record today, Joe Boone. Did we? We are almost hitting two hours. No, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, so we are at one hour, 43 minutes, and 55 seconds Goodness, right now. that was not meant to happen. That is uh, – We love we, football. We, we, we love football. Uh, you know, and I forgot to press record here, so we're going to have to download the one hour, 45-minute <laughs> oh video <laughs> in order to get uh, the audio from it. That's yeah, so two stick. days later. That's right. Uh, we'll be on uh, Buzzsprout. Shout out to Spectrum. That's good. Uh, but the other thing I was going to say <laughs> is just uh, be aware of mirages. Yep. You know what I mean? There are going to be yep. people that are going to have a couple good games, and that's really just what it is. Yep, absolutely. It's not going to be long-lasting. And you're going to have your solid producers are going to have some bad games. So don't – I just say just keep the faith and let it ride. When in doubt, like you got to – in some situations, you got to let it ride because yep. you somebody has one bad game, and that's why you got to pay attention to the drops. Yep. Because someone's going to be rational, and they're going to drop like – Yep. Amari Cooper was dropped last year because of the uh, Oakland Raiders early on. He, yeah, he wasn't somebody, doing anything, and then Cowboys drafted him, and he got picked up by somebody else. Two seasons ago, I think Brady was no. It was last. I don't remember. Is it this past season or the one before? Brady had like one game where he had like a couple interceptions, which is very uncharacteristic. Yeah, I was in a league, and somebody literally dropped. Brady. Yep. Yep. And, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, please." So, <laughs> so this year in my big money league, my first quarterback draft pick, uh, he did really well last year, and I'm hoping he does again. He has a huge team behind him, Jared Goff. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, he's in my. They're the front runner in the NFC, right? Yep. And we both kind of agreed to that earlier. And uh, and then my backup quarterback, Tom Brady, and I got them five rounds apart. 
how can you how can you not feel comfortable going into that season? You know what? You know? This is where I probably why I don't win as much as I should win because of the whole playing smart versus playing with your heart. Yeah. But last year, I went with Dak on every team. Yep. Um, I think I'm gonna probably pick him up in a couple weeks this year. I, I got, <laughs> okay. I got, I got my fingers crossed, man. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm a believer. Okay. Okay, and that's fair. That that you know that's the thing. You gotta, you gotta feel comfortable with it. And you know what? If it doesn't pay off, it doesn't pay off. But when I feel like I have two quarterbacks that can produce, that have a history yeah. of producing, as my starter and my backup, how can you, how can you go into that and be like, oh, man, I just, I need to find a quarterback. I hope somebody didn't get picked up. And it blows up. So, right. Last question: Do you have any players that you always draft because they're just like your guys? Or, yes. And do you have any players? Yes. That you will never draft, no matter what, because they screwed you over. No, I don't have that one. I don't have any players that screwed me over. Uh, that you know, and let's let's be real, guys. We're not talking about mm-hmm. literally. You know, they, it was a personal shot because they didn't perform. Oh, no, one game. but you know what I mean. But, you know what I mean. Like no, if that, every time you're banking on like this one player, no, absolutely, it, it ends up going south. Absolutely, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of AJ Green. Yep. And you know what? He does not always produce because he he's been injured several times. I picked him up this year. He was my first or second receiver that I drafted. And uh, you know what? AJ Green. If AJ Green is healthy, AJ Green's playing. Because he has such a he has such a bigger upside than he has a downside. If he gets injured, then I'll find somebody else, you know. And that's just that's just kind of the nature of that game. But I'll always draft AJ Green if he's available, and if I have a receiver need. Right. What about you? Um, Julio was my guy for several years. That's a good one. Because I think my first year he's playing, hard to get though, dude. No, he is. He's got it's gotten a lot harder. But um, Gordon. Gordon was one of the ones that I got rookie year. Okay. And I, oh, he went I, he went nuts. I'm trying to keep uh, like last year again. Yep. I picked him up in all my leagues. Yep. Um. So he's one, and then um, uh, dude, Switzer, I I fell in love with the guy. I, I you tell keep you what, man, I'm gonna I am gonna laugh I hardcore if Switzer is picked up in every single one of your leagues, and then he just he just gets maybe one point a game. He I gets give, a single catch at the line of scrimmage in your PPR completely leagues. Completely not stri- okay. So, <laughs> so so this is not strategic, but I I just I love the guy's energy. Yeah. Start following him on social media. Yeah. It seems like just a good dude. Yeah. And I think he he really got some production in. Oakland when we traded him. Sure, sure. And he needed to be traded because he was never really going to get a real shot with Beasley. Now I kind of wish we'd find a way to get him back with Beasley gone. That's fair. But um, I really think he's going to have a big season in uh, in Pittsburgh this year just because with things opening up oh, with Antonio yeah. being gone. Same thing happened for James Conner yep. when uh, Bell was out. I mean, it opened up for him, and he proved he, he had what it takes. I mean, because Juju's going to be now the guy. Yep. Yep, Juju's, Juju's going to be the big name that uh, that they have to look out for. Who's looking out for Switzer? They're going to play one on one against Switzer. If he can, if he can beat one on one coverage, he's going to be a monster. That's no, there's no question about that. It's going to be great. But he's got to beat it. He's got to beat it. He's got to. But it'd be cool though. That would be neat. It would be good. So, man. Okay. So where are we at? Countdown, Rick. Here. Okay. Well, you know, I'm kind of tempted to say like we do like. <laughs> We're not, we're gonna try to stretch this another oh, ten minutes. We got ten minutes in us. Okay, let's do that. I mean, it's like a, so we haven't done this week in like, social media. It's like season premiere. Season, season premieres premiere, are yeah. big. Season finales it's a big are huge. Thing. It's a big thing. Right, so absolutely. We want to we want to close, but wind down with this week in social media. This week, week in social media. This week in social. Okay, media. Okay, so what do you got? 
All right, so the rainforest. Okay. Okay, so the rainforest. So here's the deal. So I'm, I'm going to lay this up. So shout out to the uh, okay. the average puppet master if you're watching. You know who you are. So uh, I was going through an Instagram, you know, Instagram stories and whatnot. And uh, this particular individual is very mild-mannered with their social media posts, you know, usually just uh, showing some pictures of uh, they're going through a vegan transformation. So it's usually just pictures of the food that they're uh -huh. eating. Yep. And then I see something on their Instagram story, and it's like a repost of someone that was like, you know, oh, my gosh, like, no one cares. The world's dying. And all of a sudden, like, the rainforest is on fire and stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, that's mm -hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a little random. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, got to, you know, I got to you know, work the next day. I was talking to this individual, and they were like, oh, my God, like, completely outraged. And I was yep. like, well, that sounds very concerning because, yeah. you know, I loved Fern Gully growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you know, like, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want uh, Robbie Williams as a, a, a fruit bat? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Singing and dancing <laughs> like, the, like the genie from Aladdin, you know, That's and right. uh, fighting the big, bad, evil, toxic monster. Yeah. Um, but then I, I start seeing it catch a little... What kind of, uh, what kind of like, subliminal messages were sent in that movie, by the way? A lot. You know, of pollution and uh, environmental activists and all Come kinds on, of other man. stuff. I mean, it, it was... who had their fingers in that pot? I I'm telling know. you, well, I mean, it was like just about as blatant as Captain America. Not Captain America, Captain Planet. What was that show? Yeah, Captain yeah, Planet. Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Dude, America. Have, have you seen the Funny or Die skits they do with Don Cheadle as uh, as Captain Planet? No, I can't. It's say worth that. looking up, dude. It's pretty funny. But anyways, so apparently it's a really big deal. I mean, like it's real. It's not just like, hey, it's, uh, it's on social media and maybe people are exaggerating. <laughs> but literally, the rainforest is burning at an alarming rate, and apparently, no major media is covering it. Uh, we don't have a bunch of celebrities and billionaires trying to, you know, send forest fires, forest okay. forest firefighters over there. So it's a little concerning considering they're referring it to uh, the Earth's lungs. Okay. Okay. So I thought that was kind of crazy that you had something um, that could equally, like, easily become the next big hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. know, like... People uh, get so outraged, yeah. and everybody wants to mobilize over. Yeah, somebody's out, somebody's out, so many people is outraged. Like burn the rainforest hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what was was more popular on the news and the radio and everything else was that was uh, chicken sandwich wars. Ah, uh, oh, with Popeyes and everything. Popeyes and Chick Fil A, yeah, and then yeah, Wendy's yeah. got in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and I just uh, heard about that yesterday. Well, I'm thinking now like, maybe yesterday is the only day it's been out. There's a Popeyes, down, you know, a little bit down the street on the way home. Are I don't you know saying? I think we might have to. You're saying we hit up Popeyes and find that new chicken sandwich? Yeah, they have it. I don't know. Okay, okay. But uh, I don't know how how frequent uh, people visit the old Popeyes and uh, rally <laughs> rally there yeah. behind. I, don't uh, I think it's pretty. Dos Charos. I think it's pretty frequent. Really? Ultimately, I mean, I usually yeah. I hit it up on the way home a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. I really like it. But um, I've never uh, been a big fan of the Louisiana Kitchen though. I but I don't like spicy food. Uh, See, I love know, dirty rice, dude. Spicy food does not agree with me very well, and. Um, you know what? So you're probably I, not eating that black and ranch. There's, and there's a whole lot of that stuff beans. I'm not eating, but yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to going there and trying some stuff. Uh, well, I was going to say, McDonald's put out a meme that had their McChicken, and they're like, when they come back to you after they're broke. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. To, that's to, good. To, to, to like a relationship meme. So that's pretty funny. So what I saw on facial media. Uh, facial media. Facial media? <laughs> that's about what it is. Facebook. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. Facial Facebook, media. That's right. Facebook and social media is... Uh, so what I've seen lately is the uh, is the live shooter scares, you know, whether it's legit or whether it's fake. We we know somebody who's right? involved in in, uh, so, in, in a situation. Into, in a shout out, so uh, old the average Geo, 
um, he got word that there was a an active shooter at a Walmart in Garland, right? And uh, and he he shared it with social media. I mean, he said, "Hey, if anybody's in the area, be aware. You know, if you're in the Walmart and just don't know about this yet, which apparently somebody pulled a fire alarm. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm crossing stories with the El Paso story, but uh, but." Could have been a legitimate. I mean, hey, here's the deal. So he had something. So he had several people. He had several people corroborate his story. Right. Okay. And so my issue with it was number one, I did not have an issue with him sharing this thing. Okay. Because I mean, that's ultimately one of the things social media is all about: getting information out quickly. Okay. And if there's something important like that, get it out as soon as possible. I teach, so if something happened at a school that I'm teaching at or that my kids are going to. I want to know about it instantly, and I want to see if there's anything that I can do to help, ultimately. So I want to know about that. But the biggest thing that I noticed was the backlash that he got because people thought he was joking. People thought he was trying to get likes or shares or or favorites or reactions or whatever on Facebook simply for the the sake of getting reactions. And, And that, you know, that enraged him. Quite a bit, and you can see it on if you go Jason Giannassi, If you go on his Facebook feed, you'll see him. Uh, go, you'll see a lot go, of you'll see a lot of stuff. Add him, add him on Facebook right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, add him on Facebook, and then uh, you'll see a lot of things. But you'll see in this time span of what twenty minutes, an hour, something like that, you'll see his reaction. Yet again, I was not lying, and those of you that think I was lying, you know, uh, he did he didn't keep it clean in all of his posts, but that's no, okay. you know, he, but, but that's okay. But he was sharing how he's feeling. Yeah, you know, sharing his feelings his came out in his words. Sharing is caring. Yeah, ultimately, and so so first of all, if you think that someone's out there doing, if if all you're there is to judge and to troll for for when people are trying to be misleading, you know, uh, get off social media completely. I mean, just just stop trying to troll for the sake of trolling. If you're trying to have a good time with somebody if somebody so another thing that happened with geo is that he he said uh um answer this question for me tell me the best part of your day and he just he said two statements he never asked a question and so i posted i posted on his comments that was not a question where's the where is the question here i mean you can't deny the teacher in you no no i cannot and it, it made me it made me want for him, want him to repost it with a question mark. What was the best thing that happened in your day, ultimately? Right. And you know what? Ninety-five percent or more of the people that responded answered, or responded in kind to what he was wanting. Right. And so he replied to me, "You had to be that guy, didn't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I did." And so, anyways, uh, so I'll do that. But you know. Social media is for you to share what is important, and if it's important to you because it's your hometown and something's going on that's maybe a little bit uh, peculiar, maybe a little bit unsafe, you got to share it. And Gio, I applaud you for sharing it. Uh, but you know what? I think maybe the the overreaction to the accusations of you being false or or sending uh, false alarms. You know what? If nobody, if people think you're, who cares what people think? You know, let them think what they want. Ultimately, social media has given everybody the platform to say anything and get anybody's reaction for any topic at any time. So just let it happen. And, you know, don't get offended because somebody is questioning your motives. If your motives are pure, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks. You know, that's that's really funny that you mentioned that because I was actually I was having a conversation with somebody 
you know, earlier today. Uh, and that, that, that's so true, man. Just because you see something on social media. Okay. Yep. Does not necessarily mean what you thought was occurring and what you thought happened. Yep. Absolutely. You know, that's why it's super important to sometimes just reach out and communicate with people, talk to people, say, Hey, you know what? I saw this, uh, you know, I saw this on Facebook last night. Yep. And it made me think this, that, or the other. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Is this, is anywho. This, anywho, is this going on? <laughs> you, haven't, you, know? you haven't said either of those things today. Maybe it's because you're so passionate about football. So passionate about football. So all, all I'm saying is if you, if you see something random on social media, you don't always have to jump to conclusions, you know what I mean, and send, uh, you, know, send a text, you know, send a text message as such. You can say, you know what, let me ask what's going on. Yep. Let me, let me try to, to ask. How, how people are doing, how they're feeling about things. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And an exchange of emotions. You That's know? right. That's right. Communication's important. And, and dare I say, too, if, if we have a few more minutes, uh, we, we do. Got, well, we, we got 20 oh, seconds to yeah. meet the two-hour mark. You know, that's good. Yeah, so I, I'm showing. Yeah, so anyway. Milestones. Milestones. Hashtag milestones. <laughs> can we talk for two hours? Yes. Uh, the answer is yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, check. Got it. Uh, but here's the other thing. If we're going to talk about social media, and now that we're two hours in, like, I, I don't, you know, if you're listening, this will be fun. Um here's a pet peeve about social media. Okay. You know, if I could, if we could share for yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, if you, by any chance, are going th- about your life yep. making incredibly rational decisions. Irrational? Irrational. Okay. You know what I mean? Like crazy life-altering decisions. Okay. And we completely with, with 100% disregard for anybody and everybody that may or may not... <laughs> Have a concern, a care, a want, or something in your life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe don't use social media as a platform to share that with the world. Okay. You know what I mean? Do you like, have something specific in mind right now? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You, you know gonna, what I'm saying? I don't know. You're going to be... I mean, I'm just saying... Are, we're you talking trying to about... call, are you trying to call me out right now? Oh, no. Not you uh, at all. Okay, okay. No, no not you good. at all. No, no. Okay. I mean, we're no. just... We're going to keep it ambiguous for the sake of well, yeah, uh, guessing know. who we're talking about. Yeah. You know. Okay. You know. No, good. Because, you know, I was just sitting back the other day, and I was listening to one of my favorite Joe Walsh songs, Rocky Mountain High. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... You know, okay. it's a great song. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Shout out to Joe Walsh and the Eagles, right? Yeah, that's right. I was listening to Rocky Mountain High, and yeah. I was like, man, that is, is a great... It's a great song. It's a great song. It's a great mentality, apparently. Apparently. Well, yeah. it's catching like wildfire. Yeah, it is. You know? And so I was scrolling through some stuff, you know, and, and reviewing oh, some social media content. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, you know? That is uh, that, 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 that doesn't look good on you. No. You know what I mean? Don't look good on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like lots of people don't like ugly. Oh, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah, so that, that's a little, little fun stuff. So yeah, so you shout out to, shout out to Rocky Mountain High. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know what? Future, never mind. Uh, what? I no, no, no. Go, keep going. Keep going. No, I was just thinking. You know, no. the mountains made me think about uh, you know mountains and whatnot. Right. And uh, you know the mountains we, made you ma- think ma- about mountains. 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 Yeah, I'm working on it. Working good. on it. Working on a new post for two roads. Okay. Yeah, it's called Life Without Consequences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cover art. Cover art right now. Oh, it that's looks funny. like. A, Got a, a mountain uh, mountainscape, you know, looking like a little uh, oh, Dr. Seuss book. That's funny. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to share things in language people can understand. So that's uh, fair. You know, that's fair. So, so okay. anyway, 
We got to go two hours. That's funny. We got to go two hours more often. Feels, I'm feeling like, feels you know. like we've been drinking. But I'm we telling you what, man. man. I feel a lot more loose now. That's you know good. what I mean? Like, yeah, what, what else are we going to talk about? Is when you're getting in the flow. That's I'm funny. I'm telling you what, man. The rhythm is real. That's good stuff. So, okay. So, uh, we've been on so long that John has left us. To go to an appointment. That's right. Made it through his appointment. He'd and come he come back on. He's back on. He's now. back on. He's back That's on good. Now. That's he's awesome. Back on now. We got. Hey, we got the two cameras in the frame this two, time. I like this look. Man, I like this, this is pretty look. good. Oh, let me see we here. might have to like figure out a way to to put all three on on a regular basis. I'm telling you what. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it? It would be sweet. I yeah. like it. I mean, we could probably do this and not have to toggle back and forth all the time. I'm telling you what, and I also want to try to find a way to get this cast up on that thing over there, so that we are looking. We're not looking this way this often. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> if I can, if I baby can, steps, you know. Baby steps. It's all good. We're you know? like, uh, you know, what are we, four grand in the hole? and uh, Well, 300. 3,500 3, now. 3,500 yeah, now. Roughly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, Shout out. Until we get a few Shout more. Shout out to Gigi. Until, until you know this I mean? becomes more than just a hobby, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you right. think about it, though. In season one. We started at a Chili's with a laptop and microphones that didn't work. That's right. That's right. Halfway through season two. That's right. <laughs> We had <laughs> we had a studio, better mics, yeah. with booms, and still a, didn't work, and a mixer. Yeah, that wasn't fully. That still working. didn't work still didn't fully. Work. That's right. Uh, and then we closed season three with with working mics. Season and two, booms. closed season, season two. two. Yeah, we closed it out with all that working, but some really uh, some back and forth did, effectiveness with video. Right? Did we have a lag or not? Did we? Did was our live going to crash or wasn't right. it? Right. Right. We had computers that, you know what, now we're stealing from my daughter. I mean, it's yeah, just, there's I mean, so many things that we're... We only had a 15-minute technical delay. That's right. Starting season three. So I'm, I'm thinking, dude, by the that's time right. we hit, we hit, we turn one. That's right. You know what I mean? And we go into November 23rd. Four, 23rd. November 23rd. Shout out. I love it. This is my uh, my Meemaw's birthday. It's going to be know, a great day. My Meemaw, she, you know, she, she left us two years ago. She but uh, But, you know, we started last year... On her birthday, started this podcast. It's a very special day to me, and, uh, and for now, for two reasons: Average Joe's Media and my Meemaw's birthday. So and it's I very mean, special. That's in November. That's coming up. Is that is twenty third. That is coming up quick. It's coming dude. quick. You know that's right. Do you want to love about the twenty third? Um, just any twenty third. Yeah, just no November twenty third. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, what? Uh, it's the day after my twin's birthday. Oh, that's right. That's right. They're born on the twenty second. Yeah, man. That's right. Gonna, I forgot about it. It's gonna uh, be, a, it, dude. That's gonna be a special couple days for both of us. It's gonna be insane. That's right. That's, I'm planning that's on awesome. taking some time off from work around that week. Well, I would that's judge you if you didn't. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not going I know, to I because I have a whole week off the next yeah, week. Well, so, now that I live over in Wiley, yeah, like I, I really want to go back. I know we're gonna try to plan our, our big party and celebration, and it's probably mm. not gonna be at, at Wiley's and Chili's. But I think nah. we have to go back. At Wiley's and Chili's. I love it. I love it. Wiley's and Chili's. Well, yeah, I think we need to go back and do something. <laughs> okay, uh, to commemorate, you know, go back to where it all where it all began. Absolutely, absolutely. With working mics. <laughs> That's right. Or maybe we just record with the mics not working in the laptop. You know what I mean? I I miss the simpler days. That's fair. That is fair. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, we want to thank the Gingrich Group and. Uh, this is Average Joe's Media, Things You Think You Don't Care About podcast presented by the Gingrich Group. John, we appreciate you being on. We appreciate you willing to, to hop aboard the ship and, uh, and you know what, and ride through the storm and, and hopefully help, uh, help quell the storm a little bit and make this thing take off to new heights. I tell you what, I also want to give a shout out to James Jolly. He's, he's been riding with us for the full two hours. He just no, made, get he out of here. He's another comment about social media starting off great thing. 
Uh, he thinks in a hundred years when we look back, we realize it was the worst thing we ever could have done. <laughs> so love you, James. It, when er, next time you're in town, buddy, you got to let us know. We'd love to have you on a podcast too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. So season three, yeah. episode one, officially the longest podcast ever. What are we at? Two hours, six minutes Two and hours counting and counting and, and counting. counting. So it was a great day. Average Joe's media presented by the Gingrich group. I mean, yeah. if you're looking for a realtor, you Turn go to the Gingrich Group. You give John a call. We will make sure we get you his contact information. We'll make sure of it. That's right. And, I mean, uh, it's the American thing to do. You know, to buy and, a house and tell him that we sent you. I'm telling you what. You know what? And, you know, if you if you want to sell and buy houses. Yep. And you're looking for a place to hang your hat. And if you're looking to be a realtor and you want a, you want to get a in the place game. that will treat you right, that will do right by you, that'll help you cultivate your craft. Absolutely. It'll support you in being you. That's right. Every bit of it. The Gingrich Group. That's where it's at. Dot com. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much, especially James Jolly, everybody else that stayed with us, everybody that stayed with us for a little while, came back to us, everybody that was on the show with us, went to an appointment, came back and watched the live, the yeah, rest of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We Th- appreciate those of you. Letting you. your husband participate in ultimately another. In, in 15 different another, uh, fantasy, fantasy football leagues. And for That's those funny. of you at your kids' soccer games right now and basketball, football games, and they're going to wait and watch this later. That's right. Uh, we appreciate you too. Absolutely, absolutely. This is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. Check us out, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Apple iTunes. Um, all places on social media. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. com. That's right. Buzzsprout. That's right. We have our own Buzzsprout website. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's several different places. If you go to Facebook and you look at our page, there is a link that shows uh, like 18 or 20 different mm-hmm. links that will take you to whichever podcast listening platform you want or uh, or YouTube or anything else you want to you want to watch us yeah, on. Yeah, even on our website, AverageJoesMedia.com, there's an actual tab on the website that'll take you to that link yep. uh, that'll let you connect to us, and we're going to be adding you know more stuff to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, until next time, I'm the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. Telling you to keep it clean. Yeah, you're listening to the average Jones Things you think you don't care about It's America's fastest growing podcast So just sit back and relax We got the average Joe Boo and the average Joe We got the mic set up in the studio Gonna entertain ya, nobody can blame ya Spending all of your time listening to the average Joe's We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about.